What's up, everybody? Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I am your host, David. I got the crew with me today. What's up, Leo? What's up, everybody? What's up, Ryan? What's happening? What's up, Jen? Hey, guys. What's going on? Oh, you sound so perky and friendly. I want to do mine over. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> she, she's happy because she gets it's to leave. It's my she get, radio voice. She gets to leave before uh, we start talking about Dark Phoenix. Can like. I, <laughs> oh, I leave before we talk no. about Dark Phoenix? <laughs> do no. I, do I even have to be here? Can I make my like quick comments on it real quick? Sure. So I have a, a friend's birthday brunch, so that's why I have to leave a little earlier in this recording but i will say so i was pleasantly surprised by dark phoenix because i really didn't think i i guess because i went in with like zero expectations and i just went into and i was pleasantly entertained i mean there yes i'm sure there were flaws especially Con- to someone from like continuity, well, continuity and, i have so then, much like, how could the they mess up the continuity comic wait, books. wait till you hear this later, later but overall i mean i think sophie turner gave an excellent performance i have no issue with her nice. performance like i thought she was Top notch. Jessica Chastain, I thought, did a really what good a job waste for whatever of a fucking her character cast, was. Though. Yeah. What a waste. Right. Like, I have no complaints on no, any of the cast. Performance, performance was great. No, nothing, no issues. Um, I, I'll say that yeah. I'll, I'll get more into detail later, but I hope, I wish, they're not going to do it, but I wish they'd keep this group for MCU. Like, have MCU ever, would keep them? Have we ever done this? What's your favorite X-Men? Oh, Wolverine. I mean, wait, wait, Wolverine, the Wolverine, Wolverine Origins, <laughs> Logan. Stop it, Leo. <laughs> this Stop is it. To be a simple question. Wolverine. That's you mean, it. You mean the actual character. Yes. Right? Yes. Wolverine. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah Ryan. Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. And, Cy- <laughs> and I don't like how he's portrayed it in any of these movies, but Cyclops from the animated series is my second favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Soldier Boy Cyclops. Yeah, yeah he's pretty so, cool. I like that Cyclops. But that's that's about it. I think Gambit's my number two. Ugh. Like actual Gambit, not Channing Tatum Gambit or the other one from Wolverine, Wolverine Origins. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right, and you? Uh, so I've always liked Rogue. Nice. Like real I Rogue mean, yeah. or Anna Paquin Rogue? No, see, Anna Paquin Rogue was a little disappointing, but yes. the real Rogue, I liked it Most times the, the sentence after something about the Fox X-Men movies is, it was Leo! disappointing. It's too early for this. <laughs> We're so not gonna, overall, you're not going to surge this episode. If you go into Dark Phoenix with no expectations, I think you'll be fine. It's better than a, Apocalypse. Know. Yeah. I like the Apocalypse. Yeah. Apocalypse I mean, was enjoyable for me. Oh, then I think you'd actually enjoy this more. Look, yeah. I, I look forward to it. I'm going to watch it. I just it's, don't want to pay for not, it yet. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little later. So anyway, let's, those are my thoughts. Nice. Looking so, forward to it. <laughs> I respect Jenny. I don't know so much about... David. David and Ryan and G. very insulting. Oh. David's so angry about everything sometimes with movies. I just like my continuity to be consistent. But he did leave. He did leave the theater and was like, you know, I should go into movies with no expectations because <laughs> I shit enjoy them so much there more. Shit expectations. <laughs> yeah. Everything's going to suck, so I'll, it'll yeah. be better if it doesn't. <laughs> Wait, do any of you guys, this is an interesting segue. Do any of you guys watch Cloak and Dagger? No, no, I, I got interested. Oh, that's on my it's list. Good. Super, super good. But their power set is like supposed to be that she can tap into people's hopes and he can tap into people's fears. Interesting. So it's like what you're kind of describing is like you don't want to go into these movies with any hope whatsoever. <laughs> Your fears, <laughs> like zero hope. But um, I guess we can get into some quick news before we get into our trilogies. We're gonna because today we are gonna do something fun. We're gonna do our five best. 
five worst and five underrated trilogies, and I the have some hot trilogy of trilogies. And I I do have some I hot take. Like that. that was my idea. <laughs> my God, I remember no, when but I that to- was my voice. I remember when I told right. Jen Touché. we're gonna do the trilogy of trilogies. She's like, "What the hell does that yeah, mean?" Yeah, I was like, "What does it mean?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like the King of Kings. <laughs> he didn't like explain it, and I was like, "Huh?" So not much real, not much news this week. Um, we got the first listen to Mark Hamill as Chucky in the new Child's Play movie. Movie still looks like shit, but but his voice sounds his, amazing. His but voice sounds pretty uh-huh. amazing. We're still gonna watch it. Oh yeah, there's nothing yeah. else to watch yeah. after yeah. Toy Story that week. There's nothing else to watch. Yes. Um, and I do like Aubrey Plaza, so yeah, I'm down for it with anything with her. In Bond Twenty Five is cursed because produ- <laughs> everyone keeps getting hurt. Yeah. And then the set was an explosion on set. Jeez. So it looks like that's not gonna happen anytime you soon. You know, I give a lot of credit to stunt stunt people especially after so we go to this horror movie convention and like we were hearing especially from like ted white who was who jason, jason did he play? jason and friday the 13th part four yeah and like he was originally a stunt coordinator and then they hired him to play jason and he's like sure i'll play it. and he's this cute old man now but he used to be like a stunt coordinator back in like the 50s like he used to do for stuff john, for wayne. john wayne oh, wow. and like just back when everything this was all beginning and so um I give a lot of credit to, like, these people put their, I mean, they're doing all like, these crazy stunts and these crazy, you know, anything you can think of, they're willing to do it and they really risk their lives. And, you know, you don't often hear about that there's, there's there may not be as many fatalities as there once were, but then on occasion you do have certain cases. So, you know, you have to give a lot of credit to the people behind the scenes uh, making that movie magic happen. Agreed. Oh, like yeah. going to these cons now for the last five years has been very educational because meeting all these stuntmen that do all this behind the scenes work, you're just like, wow, hmm. you get amazed by some of the stuff that they do. Um, speaking of Toy Story, I haven't said anything to you guys on purpose because the first reactions to Toy Story 4 released yesterday. Oh, really? Yes. And um, I think our apprehension was not warranted. Well, were we really? Right. We, I, think, I mean, I think we. I don't. I don't know if any of us was consistently like ap- like apprehensive. I thought we were just thought it was unnecessary. But I mean, uh, yeah. it, it you, seems like these. I'm gonna read some of these reactions. Oh, it was quite necessary. Really. So a few things about Toy Story Four. The level of animation that Pixar has achieved in this film is outstanding. Keanu Reeves is so awesome as Duke Kaboom. The theater we saw it was a bit dusty, and I love the entire movie. So well done. Absolutely recommended. Toy Story 4. Only Pixar at the top of their game can make a third sequel to a franchise about living toys that that a poignant look at learning to prioritize your own happiness over the happiness of others. Also, feels definitely final as 3 did. Keanu Reeves steals it all. Wow. Keanu Reeves is Give like that on man my an Oscar. Yeah, Give that man an Oscar. He Toy has John Wick 3, he has Toy Story, and then he was also in that Netflix movie, Always Be My and Baby. And he now may be in the Eternals. Oh, yeah. I heard he was like, was a, yeah. Really good. Really yeah? good. Recommend with, it. Uh, Randall Park and Ali Wong. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Go check it out. So, Toy Story 4 is another Always fantastic entry in the series, and, one, and the one installment that feels most like an adventure movie. With themes of hard goodbyes, second chances, and finding your way home, it's packed with big belly laughs, but I also cried harder than I ever have for any of the other films. Holy shoot. Holy crap. Just finished Toy Story 4. If you are if you were nervous about, Toy, about another Toy Story movie, don't be. It is amazing and another great addition to the franchise. I can't wait to see it again. Damn. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm not gonna read all of them. I'm just trying to find a few more. Oh, uh, here we go. This is the one that got me 
worried for how much I'm going to cry. Toy Story <laughs> 4 is a touching and moving addition to the franchise. All in caps. Bring your tissues. You will fall in love with Forky and Keegan Keegan and Jordan Peele steal every scene as these guys. And then it, yeah, the little bears. The little right? bears. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story 4 goes infinity goes to infinity and beyond. It tugs at the heartstrings right from the get-go and doesn't stop. The new characters fit right in and all your old favorites get time to shine. Um, and then this one's the one that maybe got me the worst. Toy Story 4 made me want to go home and run to my... Wait. Toy Story 4 made me want to run and hug my childhood toy. <laughs> oh, man. Pixar rewards fans for being invested all these years. Beautiful character journey for Woody. Not quite as good as Toy Story 3. Keanu as Duke Kaboom is an absolute treat. He's my favorite nod to The Shining yet. Wow. Right on. And when I saw The Shining, I was like... What do you guys have a childhood toy that you still have? Like yeah, a stuffed it's, animal? It's right there. A couple. I rebought it after years. It's a a Pee Wee Herman doll. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah. Oh, right so on. I, I bought that. Uh, I had it when I was a kid, and I rebought it a few years ago when I met him. Or actually, a year ago when I met him, and I found it in box, and I was like, Oh shoot! When I saw it, I had to have it. So that's my that one, and I also have a um, uh, nineteen eighty nine. I if I ever find it again, that would be great. A nineteen eighty nine uh, Batman figure. Oh, shoot. What about you, Jay? I used to have, uh, well, I have a bunch that I have saved, but then like, I used to have so many like Happy Meal toy figures and <laughs> Barbie dolls, and those I gave away. But um, I have one teddy bear that's still with me that was given to me when I was born, um, and I, I threw it in the washing machine, and it's like brand new. So I plan to give that to my daughter. That's so cute. And, right on. Um, I have all of my Archie comics that I used to read as a kid. They're all boxed up in my closet, so probably for my future kids as well. Um, but I have them all saved. Like I used to spend hours, and I used to get them in the mail because at the time they used to do like a subscription service, which maybe they still do. They still do. I don't know. They, I'm sure they still yeah. do things like that. But I used to get it for like years. I would get Archie comics, and I would just read, and my mom would tell me to go to bed, and I would still be <laughs> reading under the cover. Um, I got two more. Yeah. So I have a, I have a bunch of stuff more. there. Uh, a 1989 Batcave. So oh, this, nice. is, this is really cool because like it closed up. It was like a case, and then once it opened up, it was like it had like a two two floors, and like it had like Batman's like computer and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. came with a little Bruce Wayne, a Michael Keaton looking Bruce Wayne, which oh, is fucking dope. Nice. And of course, I don't know, how I forgot my Ecto one. Ecto, that's awesome. What so, about you, Ryan? Um, bunch of action figures. I have a. I, I figured Ryan. They were act- Wait, you got a Raggedy Ann doll? Yeah, my mom had for me. Like I had it since I was like five. Yeah, that's cute. And I just had it since like it was like my favorite toy as a kid. I Do just you still, still have it? It's like packed away. Oh, so that's going to be for your, it, you're going to give awesome. it to your 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 daughter or son. Yeah, well, yeah, all my toys like that I still have to the, at this point are all going to the future nice. kids. Nice, great. And plus, uh, replica title belts from when I was a kid. <laughs> I was, I was going to say fill in wrestler as, as, as well because I had so many. So, and, oh yeah, mine's a Snuggles bear uh, that uh, that I think my grandfather someone uh, gave to me when I was like it was like I was three or something. Yeah. Um, and the cute story behind it is that I could never remember what I named it. So every morning I would try to remember what I named it, and I couldn't remember until eventually I finally remembered the name I gave it. What do you so name? that's the name that stuck. So Cookie. Cookie is oh, my, cookie. my stuffed animal, my <laughs> Snuggles Bear's name. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my childhood. That's like number one. Like I think I used to take it to like standardized testing when I was little. Do you still have Cookie? Heck yeah. Aw. Definitely still have Cookie. He's still there. Right uh, but yeah, 
that's so Toy Story four gonna make you cry. I can't wait. <laughs> I wasn't excited. Toy Story three made me ball. I wasn't excited. No, yeah, we be- got that special screener for like college students at the time. Um, cause I remember it was like senior year, I think at Rutgers and we got like an early preview of it and it was just like, ah, tears. So, so there was always, so I remember this from 2011 or 12, um, when Deathly Hallows part two, um, premiered in theaters, my cousin, shout out to my cousin, Steph, she saw the movie at a midnight screening and immediately, tw- uh, not tweeted, uh, put on Facebook, uh, my childhood died with that movie. I feel like Toy Story 3 was that for me. Yeah, same. Because like, I remember 1995, I was nine years old, and I grew up with these toys, and then 2010 happened, and I was like, shit. Yeah, I remember, remember that feeling of like, oh, this trilogy, it's over. Like, that's, oh, I was like, very sad. And I think the moral of the story with this, I mean, I hope it's as good as everyone says it is, is never doubt Pixar with it big top franchises yeah. like toy story yeah and i think actually just toy story because i like finding dory but it's nowhere near on the level as finding Nemo. no fair okay and i think and same with monsters university yeah, is too but it's nowhere it's, near monsters inc toy story is the only one that they've ever been able to consistently and yeah cr- create sequels that not actually not are just good they're critically acclaimed even, even better than yeah. not for nothing Toy Story One is one hundred percent on RT. Toy Story Three, Toy Story Two is one hundred percent on RT. Toy Story Three is ninety nine percent on RT. Jeez. It's the only trilogy. Well, well, it was a trilogy. was a trilogy that all its films are ninety nine or higher on Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez, so that says it all. Um, some little bit of Ghostbusters news. Uh, yesterday was the 35th anniversary, and next week we're going to cover the movie. Happy birthday. Um, so this came out of Ghostbusters Fest. 30, uh, Wizard threw a Ghostbusters Fest to celebrate the 35th anniversary. And apparently Sigourney Weaver has read a script and, has, and is on board. to. Re- Dan Aykroyd has read a script. Ernie Hudson's read a script. And the one I was worried about the most, yes. Bill Murray's yes. read a script. <laughs> so it looks like they're all coming back. Oh, wow. And it's going to be wonderful. I can't wait. I wonder how they're gonna handle um, Egon. Uh, oh, so they asked him that at the panel yesterday, and he yeah. said he will be there. They'll do it tastefully. So I think Dope. they did it like for what the 2016 was. They did do it tastefully. Yeah, if you, with yeah, the, yeah. With the the statue, the bust, right? Yeah. And then the last bit of news that I have, I don't know how legit this is. I just saw it passing, but I'm in passing this morning. Remember where I mentioned who I wanted to play the thing? <laughs> <laughs> The Rock. The Rock. Apparently, The Rock is rumored to play the thing. Jeez, man, huh. <laughs> that's it, awesome. I mean, that's perfect. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Now we just need the other perfect cast yes. to be complete. So Kevin Feige, get on it. Come on, guys. And <laughs> you had some bit of news. Yeah, before yeah. Move last on. night before I went to bed, I saw that um, that they uh, they finally released some of like the, uh, the the news about the new Loki series on Disney Plus. Onto uh, for like the masses. I think I said Disney um, or Feige and Disney Marvel uh, released some stuff earlier, but like, it was for a closed uh, closed audience. But that they finally released some like uh, the logo for the show's title card. What's the logo? Um, it's got this interesting like playful logo uh, font that people are calling back it, to like a certain. Comic is the show run. just called Loki? Loki. Yeah. Okay. Just called Loki. Um, the font is very playful, kind of like a Comic Sans kind of thing. Okay. Um, but uh, but then that the, they shown some clips or like some uh some footage, uh, snapshots. Um, and he's walking in the street, and in the background you see the the uh, uh, uh I guess the marquee for the movie Jaws, which kind of confirms that there's gonna he be some time, time travel, travel because I think 
for in it. I mean, it's been over a month now. Uh, with Endgame, when he takes the uh, the Tesseract, he what? <laughs> he goes back in time. Spoilers! <laughs> I see this movie four times. I miss this. <laughs> I, isn't that brilliant though? Like you yeah. end your sh- you end your twenty two movie franchise, and then you just create all these new shows in the process. Like, like how, uh, who the heck thinks called- of this? Creative planning. Kevin Feige, and I love doing you. what you do best. But uh, but yeah, so it looks exciting because like, a lot of the stuff that we talked about like in, in our show here about like what are we thought was going to go mm-hmm. happening. So yeah, time travel looks like it's possibly going to be a thing in the new Loki show. Good, can't wait. Is that uh, November twelfth? I think so. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Alrighty, so let's. Oh, one more thing I wanted to touch on, and I'm. And glad... I got one other thing as well. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, I just wanted. Uh, I was listening to Fat Man on Batman the other day, and. They were talking about Star Wars Land, and holy crap! I kept telling, I kept texting Casey. I'm like, we Ryan, are going to have to like hit the lottery before we go. Right. I think you missed last week's episode when we discussed this. You well, were no, no, on but it. there was other stuff I didn't know about, like that we didn't discuss. Like there was like how long certain things were because there was someone that was there. Oh shoot! Like so, there's more stuff that even we didn't like, go over yet. Like, like what the heck? <laughs> this place is amazing. Well, remember what like I said the, last week. Disney has my balls in their pockets. They actually have like like the people who work there treat you like an off world. Or the weird thing is, you can buy the Jedi robes, but unless you're 14 over, you can't wear them. I found that to be weird. Um, this there's like a whole credit game so even if you don't go on a ride you can actually play games in the thing yeah with it's, the app yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's, it just looks and then you don't um, and then when you go buy a lightsaber you don't ask and you want to ask where it is you don't ask oh um what do you where are you saying your, oh, your lightsabers you me, yeah oh well you have to where are you buying what do you sell your scraps it's and called scrap they, and then they take you where you need to go yeah you guys have to do a rundown on the show when you come back because you're going to beat us to it so, Ryan, I need, like, an in-depth report when you come back for me. <laughs> um, so I'm glad Jen's here for this before we get into our trilogies. I wanted to see, because I posted this on Facebook, like, two weeks ago, with the AFI Top 100. Every time Jen and I go to Barnes, I always look at the Top 100. They were supposed to update this every 10 years, and they haven't updated it. Well, were they supposed to? It's It was the idea with, I believe, with the turn it of the ni- century, I think, is why they did it. But then they redid it again in 2008. Okay. So that's why I was like, okay. Or oh, 2007, and then it still hasn't been done yet. So what are some movies, and just off the top of the head, that you think, if they ever update it again, what do you think will be on the list? So you mean like reboots or remakes? Like who- no, no, no. AFI Top 100 of the 100. Oh, like- great- AFI's 100 oh. Greatest Movies of All Time. So last time this list was made, these movies didn't exist. So now that the movies now that we make the Movies list. that have been gotcha. released. So I think comic book-wise, you could, guys can think Marvel, that's not what's going to be on it. No, it's going to no, be The no, Dark no, Knight. No. Oh, it's not on the original. No. Well, because oh, remember, the- it came out before fair. the movie came out. Yeah, Dark Knight. I, I think, think I think Logan. I think Logan and Dark Knight would probably be on, yeah, the, Logan, on that Dark list. Because they're both... They were bo- Black Panther, I think, will be on there. I don't think they'd include three. Are you, are you, are you not three movies? No, I don't think they... Because they don't redo the entire 100 list. They remove some and then they add some. Oh, so you're not so redoing the... Who's good the enough end. to even get into the top 100? Exactly. Who's who's good enough to kick out what's already on the list? Of of all the movies and all the... Yeah, yeah I think the... Dark Knight is the top, one that's going to be yeah, it. The yeah, top yeah. Dark Knight, yeah. Um, I think I'm, I'm trying to think... Oh, I think the social network will get on the list, despite Jenny's huh. hate Out of all it. the movies, that's, that's where your head goes? Social network? <laughs> <laughs> really? So I think social network will What about La La Land? If, so... 
I think it should That's be David's AFI top. No, amazing films like I will Social say, Network. I w- no, I think Social Network is one of. You'll find out in December is one of my top five films of the decade. It's, it's a great film. Um, not, I, I agree, but but I think La La Land, La La Land may maybe, but the reason the thing that holds it back for me was it didn't win Best Picture. I don't know why. I really, it really, bo- it still bothers me. But I think if it won Best Picture, I think it was a shoe in because of everything else it did that season. Got so it. it wouldn't shock me if it's in. But um, I say Dark Knight, Social Network, La La Land, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. Ah, uh, what about Inception? I don't think so. No, no. Jen, especially you. Oh, and I also think Godfather will move to number one. Over a Citizen Kane. So you, think, it, you think it's going to be jostling in the positions that are already set, they, too? They do do that, Oh, too. shoot. Yeah. Okay. So the last time they did it, Godfather was actually number three. Casablanca was number two. And then in the the re the rehash of the rankings, yeah. Godfather moved to two. And then Casablanca moved down to three. Oh, shoot. Hmm. Jen? Yeah. Or do you see any older movies that may, weren't on the list that may get in? Not per se. Um, the thing is, it, some shifting. The thing is, I see more shifting, like Jen said, but than it additions. On who are these people that are deciding this list? I love AFI's that list was every a year. Seinfeld though. moment. They're like, who are these people? <laughs> a- <laughs> AFI is like, like, are these all white old men? Are we shout out white like old men? A shout. <laughs> are we talking about like Sorry, a Ryan. bunch of diverse, like? Diverse voters. I'm not old, for this damn it. <laughs> like, it, I think it. I think it just depends oh, on the landscape. I right? think like, Moonlight like, moon gets see, in. I can see a movie like in. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, which that's is on the list. Wait, how can Moonlight get in? But it's very political. And being that's that we're it? in such a political time right now, I could see that getting bumped, bumped up a little up. bit. But it depends on who is making this, this list. Get this out. List. When was Django Unchained come? Uh, no, I don't think so. So when was the last time the list came out? 2007. 2007. Yeah. Man, that's a, that's that's a, a lot of movies. That's a, a lot of time. movies. Like, I was looking, the the way I got some of these these movie lists is because I actually um went through my top 50 of the decade so far and added, like, the last three, the other three years. And I was like, okay, there's not a lot because they don't add a lot. I will say that. Fair. 2007 didn't really add a lot. That's why I only had like two or three. Yeah. It's a lot of what Jen said. They they shifted. They yeah. So, but yeah, it should be interesting. Hopefully they do it. I I love when AFI does this. So, so when they do these is it basically is this based just strictly on the merit of the movie mm-hmm. or is it also like cuz like that's why I mentioned Black Panther cuz although Black Panther's maybe the movie wasn't on the same like level of Dark Knight, it had way bigger social ramifications than Dark Knight did. So if that comes to play a part in it, that could like be Panther it. could sneak into the top hundred, could sneak in, but I don't think it it would sneak in over Dark Knight. Fair. I think Dark Knight. And has, would it be would Black Panther be the one out of the MCU to be the one that yes, gets in? Yes, I believe it's either that or yeah. Iron Man one. Yeah, I believe so. That's what I was thinking was Iron Man one or Endgame. One of the, no, those two. I, I don't think, think it's so. Infinity War before Endgame. Yeah, but it, if MCU gets in, it's going to be Iron Man Got or it. Black Panther. That's my personal okay. opinion cool. on that. Fun. But I think Dark Knight has holds. It's after eleven years. I think Dark Knight is, has a myth, has created a mythology around it, a lore about it. Yeah, it's on a different pedestal than anything else. So it's so funny you mentioned that. As I was compiling my list of this trilogy of trilogies, yeah, um, I think I 
it just it just hit me of the how important the Dark mm-hmm. Knight trilogy just or just Batman Begins and Dark Knight really Let's were. Let's call it what it is. It destroyed DC. Yeah. Because everyone's yeah. been trying to do what they did and yeah. no one is Christopher Nolan. So that's just what it is. But all right, so we're going to get into this trilogy of trilogies. Me and Ryan were talking off the air before. I think we'll leave underrated for last because I think that'll be the most fun and less obvious. Cute. So I we're going to do the best first. I actually gave, I did like a fourth one of the Guilty Pleasure trilogies. Oh, yeah. So we can do that too. Sweet. All right. So I'm going to start off with my top five. That's such a good idea. Yeah. I didn't even think I of didn't it. I didn't do that. And normally I do. I just figured like, my underrated I felt, I felt were so my bad Guilty Pleasure. When I was ranking underrated because I was like, oh, these are so much fun, but I know they're not going to be underrated. They're just really terrible movies that I really love to watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Same. I also realized while like doing this research and like trying to come up with these, with my list, I was like, there's still some trilogies I really haven't seen. Like I haven't, I haven't seen enough of these or per se, maybe I've seen the first or the second, but not the third. Um, Yeah. So So, I was like, I got to get up on that. So doing best, my number five for three more weeks is Toy Story. Then after. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. I I mean, freaking technically. It does count. And I argued with him yesterday. That's my number five as well. You Cheaters. Toy Story one, <laughs> Toy Story, That's and cute. then all the way to Toy Story three is really Andy's story. It's not Andy's story because the movie is about Woody and Buzz. Yeah, and the toys. but it's about. You know, she's backing up your toys. story at this point, right? You guys are. She's backing your your reason of making. No, a no, and you're, his, fighting and and you're fighting her on it. No, no, fight, but I, they're his. Yeah, he is because that's what are, he does. I, well, I haven't finished my point. <laughs> but before they you, are, out of all of us, I'm the only one that thinks you shouldn't be able to count Toy Story as a trilogy. But the three of you are no, saying yes. No. Well, I haven't finished. Hey, the world can I end the day before my it comes point. out and it stays a trilogy forever. So, so there you are. For three more weeks, <laughs> Toy Story is in it. However, that is a good point. However, yes. In three weeks, it will move off my list and go into my best franchises of all time. Quatrology? A quad, what, do you, what do you call Just it? Franchises, franchise? Just okay. franchises. And then number five will officially be the Captain America MCU trilogy. Ooh. And I didn't even have an MCU trilogy in my top five. Oh, Captain America is leaps and bounds the best out of the bunch. Agreed. I mean, you, you, you no, know. No, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. I agree. Um, my number four is one that Jennifer... I was gonna say Ross, not anymore. Jennifer Gonzalez has to see. <laughs> Weren't you there that that day? I think I was there. <laughs> um, the greatest Cinco de Mayo ever. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is my number mm. four. You like Game of Thrones? One. I don't understand. Yeah, but no, was, they're very different. This was slow. He based Game of Thrones on Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, pace, the pacing on the Lord of the Rings movies is, is a very, very different. Level. Oh my god, Lord of the Rings is brilliant. I agree. It's in my top. Ryan, you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> you shut your whore asleep. mouth. You fell asleep. God damn you, JJ Dillon. Yeah. Um, my number three is the original Star Wars trilogy. Uh, okay. New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. Uh, number two is The Dark Knight, and then number one is The Godfather. Wow. Okay. I see. I see the one. Uh-huh. I see the trilogy you took out for um, MCU cap. Mm-hmm. Nice. I know it's it's come. Yeah, nice. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Because I actually think that's a, underrated. Because it gets a lot of shit because of the third movie. Fair. And I think you know where I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Leo, go ahead. All right. Uh, rounding up the top five, we go Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay. Um, I agree with, with, with Jenny in a sort that the pacing of the Lord of the Ring movies and the length of the movies does make it way different than watching Game of Thrones. But that lot. I don't mind so much the length, but the pacing. It's yeah. the pacing. It's very... Mm-hmm. 
very slow. But Fun at fact, the same point. Oh, sorry. About Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is the only trilogy in this in the, in this list outside of The Godfather that all its films were nominated for Best Picture. Nice. Well, what I was gonna say is like the one thing that it Kudos. did bring to it to Lord of the Rings was the fact that it brought this whole new like genre of fandom and geekdom into play mm-hmm. because like, now fantasy had like an actual credible trilogy behind it where it's like, oh shoot, this is actually, is, it's cool to be a nerd again. And I hear the books are amazing. Yeah. And for anyone that's a fan of the books, I don't got time for I'm that. sure <laughs> that he also adapted. I mean, I'm sure he also left some stuff out because it, I feel like there's just probably so you much material. You, I don't think so. But if, if you right, read the it would seem captioning, like does that didn't count as reading the book? Yeah. Leave? Everything it, it might seem like he didn't leave something. So long, I wonder if he did. I think he did a terrific job, and so I'm sure fans of the books were very happy with like the yeah. movies. And I feel like if you come into it like having read the books, like of course the pacing may not be an issue for you, but for someone that's completely a blank slate, I was like a blank me, slate. Okay, but you okay, fine. But I for think me, you like it. It's it's very very once slow. you. I think despite the fact that I love Fellowship. I think once you get past Fellowship, everything is action. Yeah, for me, I think the Two, Two Towers, Towers is my favorite. I think. Return of the King is, is mine. But they're both full of action. And the Howard Short's, like, the soundtrack, the Howard Short yeah. score for it Such is Such a beautiful amazing. score. And then I wouldn't, it's my fault because I ha- I own on Blu-ray the extended cuts of all of them. And that's what I watch. I don't watch the... <laughs> Poor Jenny. So <laughs> extended cuts. I'm so sorry. Return of the King, the extended cut is five hours. He's gonna make me sit there one day, and, and you're gonna love it. it. I guarantee you'll love it. And I guess I have yeah. to because and I'm it, in, now. It didn't really give us introduce us to him, but it put him on the forefront and in the spotlight. Andy Circus, yeah. So Spiegel. and Andy Circus, Andy Circus is a national treasure. He is. So, but a, right, a, go. a mocap national treasure. Go ahead. Leo. Oh yeah. Um, number four, the Batman Begins Dark Knight trilogy. That is way too long, my friend. Number three, the Star Wars trilogy. Okay. Uh, you have me intrigued. Number two, yeah. Back to the Future. Couldn't do it for the third one. And number one, Godfather. And I'll talk about more that in my underrated because uh, BTTF is in my underrated. So with Back to the Future, I think like the one claim to fame or one of the claim to fames of it is it still plays a part in mm-hmm. everything pop culture we live. Like we saw references to Back to the Future in Endgame. <laughs> Oh yeah, yep. that's true. Yeah, that like, is true. It's it's defined what time travel means to generations. Um, there's still tropes of it in the popular TV and popular movies. So I think it's it's way more significant than uh, than Cap's trilogy for now. But for me, still top three for best trilogies. Nice, uh, Ryan. Go ahead. Uh, number five, Toy Story. Okay. Number four, Captain America trilogy. Okay. Number three, Dark Knight. Number two, Godfather. And number one, the Holy Tr- Trilogy, my favorite first trilogy, uh, Star Wars. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right, Jen. So you're going to do your best, and you can kick off our worst as well. Okay. Uh, so five, I would say Toy Story. Just going to do that. I hate you all. I, have to I deal hate with you it. All <laughs> <laughs> At least I said for three more weeks. Number four, Back to the Future. Yeah. Number three, Godfather. Just broke some hearts. <laughs> he's really, he's really Godfather in pain. Godfather 3 has some issues. He's in pain. You cannot deny it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're watching the divorce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, The Dark Knight. I think I've redeemed myself a little bit. Although Batman Begins is very slow. You know how I feel. I've said it before. And number one, Star Wars, the original trilogy. That's all because of me, by the way. Okay. All right, so go ahead. Let's k- kick off your worst. All right, so my worst. <laughs> 
my number five. Oh, I okay, I actually have this. three honorable mentions. Oh damn! Yeah, the be- honey. Honey. There was no oh, reason yeah. why Honey needed to be a trilogy. I didn't even realize it was a trilogy why? until I was doing research you for this. Saw, wait, you I, saw all three? I in like different part. Yeah, <laughs> like so the first Honey, I actually don't mind because like it was like a dance movie and like yeah. the music was good. Like I didn't really I mind Jessica Alba, Jessica Alba, so was it wasn't hot. bad. But then the other two were like why like you didn't need there was no need to make it into a trilogy it's kind of like like they always do video or something or did it actually i think so i think the third one went that's crazy but like you didn't need and then i could have put like um what's the channing tatum movie step Step up up. but there's like 77 of them so that wouldn't really be a trilogy (laughs) we could do like favorite franchises and true and that we could do Um, step up will be there for me problem child yes don't like the movies at all like no i mean that's on my list of worst as well Oh. Isn't like the first movie like with like a bunch of cockroaches going all over like somebody or is that the second one? I don't know. It grossed me out as a kid. I just I just couldn't do it. And then Austin Powers, even though there are funny moments, throw it up there. It's sort of oh, they're like, back together, everybody. It's sort of divorce uh, has been stopped and marriage is back in <laughs> good footing. It sort of falls off the cliff there a little bit, but you know the, the first, first one's one was great good. and everything else is trash. So my number five, Not trash. Oh, I like Fat Bastard. That's about it. My number five is Divergent because the books are actually really good. Loved all of the books. And then they made them into the movies. And they... That's when they were trying to make Shailene Woodley a thing. They botched them. And she, I actually didn't mind her as the character. Like, Mm. I thought she was good based off of the book description of the character. But then, like, they just went off. And then they barely, they didn't even, like, show the last movie, Allegiant. And it just, it just derailed. So I'm putting that in my worst. Number four, Star Wars episodes one through one through three. Even oh, though I really no. like three, three redeems itself. Yeah, it's even though I like three, but like one and two are like mm, not but so the good. the worst. Oh my god, it's in my top five. My too. Worst. Oh, number three. Yeah, it's in my five. You all suck. <laughs> <laughs> I found way worse. My number three would actually be on a guilty pleasure oh, list, yeah, yeah, okay. but I put it under worst because since I didn't make that list, look who's talking. Oh, nice. Because I Ugh. like. Whoa. I actually don't mind. It's amazing, all of them. and I do like the first. Like I like them all. I don't know. I guess because like since my mom, John Travolta fan, I just like it. I was we would always watch it, and it was always uh, on TV. Jenny, you're like a spirit like, animal. TNT, yo. TBS, whatever. So I used to watch it a lot as a kid. So Same. like the original, and then like you know after that. So it would actually probably be in my guilty pleasure list and then number two is i know what you did last summer because again you didn't need more than one like the first one i think alone would have been fine and then you had two when they went into the where was it that island vacation and then like yeah like a monsoon season or something yeah and it was just like uh, when brandy Brandy. is a star of your movie that's a problem (laughs) wait didn't Jennifer love hewitt say being the star yeah but she was one of the four this time she was one of the stars too and then it just got worse so you didn't need that you just didn't need it but whatever and then my number one is 50 shades 50 shades so i would say now i did enjoy all the books so i had no issue with the books and i think for the most part they they adapted it well enough yeah, for shit to the shit. movies, but um, I don't know. It was just very rushed, and I just didn't feel like the the characters in the movies, like Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan, really had chemistry chemistry yeah. in the way that like it was sort of described when you're reading the book itself. So yeah. they wouldn't have been who I pictured. Actually, it would have been, and I'm going to say it now again, it would have been Matthew Bomber 
and it would have been Alexis Bledel because oh, that shoot. is who I saw in my head. And like, how hot would have that would that have been them hooking up? Even though Matt Bomber's gay, but it doesn't matter because doesn't matter. he's been in yeah, a, he's, yeah, straight yeah. roles before. He's dreamy. And he's so it's not he, and like he's very beautiful. It to makes look a difference. He he's beautiful. Dreamy. He's gorgeous. That was my Christian Grey when so, I was reading the book. Um, kudos to Dakota Johnson and who plays Christian Grey again? What's his name? Jamie Dornan. They didn't get into the Christian store. Uh, Arpats thing where they're shitted on. I think they've redeemed themselves very, very well, You're especially right. Dakota because she does a lot You're of totally good right. stuff. So, and I don't hear a lot of backlash towards them all. The people from Fifty Shades, so no. they weren't given. They didn't give themselves time to get backlash thrown on them because True. they just did a lot of other shit after. So, in terms of my worst, uh, Ryan, you'll like this one: the Snyder Superman trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking about it. it. I guess it would count as a trilogy, right? Yeah. So Man of Steel, B versus S, and Justice Justice League. I think I'm gonna re- rework my list right now. So I was gonna. <laughs> yeah. I was originally gonna include Troll, but I love Troll Two. Okay. Just, I don't think I've seen the other Troll trolls. 2 is one of the greatest bad horror movies of all time. <laughs> There's a scene, and it, I'll show you after because I can't do it justice. So um, the trolls are eating someone. By the way, in the movie's called Troll 2, but they're gremlins. They're not trolls. Um, <laughs> Already, this is, has me captivated. So Jenny knows the scene I'm talking about. So the camera points out, uh, does a, a one shot on the guy's face. He's like, they're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. Yep. And that's, it was just like slow-mo. That's you had, legit. You, you had me at hello. Okay. All right. My number, <laughs> my number four is Problem Child. Okay. Um, I've... I actually don't think the bad the first one's te- that terrible. It's just whatever. Um, but you know, there's a problem when the third film in the trilogy has no one returning from the first two movies. Wow. Number three is the Transformers trilogy because the Mark Wahlberg story is a new uh, a new continuity. Oh. That's right. why I was like, you guys put I... the Star Wars prequel or fucking Transformers. I didn't even think about that though because I guess. My number two is unfortunate mm-hmm. that I've seen all three of these movies, the Human Centipede trilogy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need that. Is Why did you go after one? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I wanted to see how they I gotta, up it. I got to agree with Rye on this one. Like You knew what you were getting yourself into after one. <laughs> I wanted to see how they upped it. Were you waiting for like, oh, plot twist, there's no Human Centipede in Human Centipede 2? Oh, my God, no. But did, Oh, well, Human Centipede 2 is actually in... Um, I believe it's more in the guy's uh, head while watching Human Centipede. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I thought, so thought Centipede 2 was supposed to be the prequel, like him coming up with the idea from when I read about it. I think it. it's just like meta world where Human Centipede is actually a movie and the guy's inspired to do a Human Centipede from watching the movie. Oh. And Human Centipede 3. Why do you seem so bummed, bro? You're right, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then Human Centipede 3, my friends. And I told Jack, the centipede is an entire prison. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was passed. Wait, so all the prisoners are asked to mount? Yeah, I think it's like 50 of them, 50, 60 Jeez, of them. Bro. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. How does one film that? I don't no. want to know. You know what? I don't want to know. know. I don't even know. I don't no. actually want to see it. Don't. So I, no. I will just this leave that. I kind of want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will just like leave Jenny's that about to watch these tonight. I'm slightly curious, but like also like I know <laughs> that enough. once I do that, I want, if I delve. It's like in uh, it. Clerks 2. Yeah. I'm horrified, but I can't look away. Oh, yeah. With the with the horse, right? Donkey show, yeah. And then number one is Fifty Shades. I have argued with on social media was – uh, 
fans of this franchise and trilogy that I've had to lay the smack down on. On Fifty Shades? <laughs> yeah, there's defenders of this franchise. No, no, I know they're defenders. I'm like, this is where you like like draw the Basically line and this his, is where you fight this battle? His female Facebook friends. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, it, this, it, this is great. And I'm like, yo, the third one is a fucking vacation commercial. That's all it is. It is a 90-minute <laughs> vacation you will never have. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, to be fair, in the books, when you're reading, he's like whisking her away in like every and it's fucking location and like what fantasy wouldn't like what girl wouldn't want that like some guy to whisk her away and like take her to like an island and And, like all and no joke if Uh, that's the sex you fantasize about your sex life is shit. Ooh, that's all I gotta say. I am now looking at Jenny and David very strangely. <laughs> we have no problem. Right like, this is very, no this just got very awkward. <laughs> what is it called? Red Room? Yeah, no. Red Room is the shining. Oh, oh no. Maybe it was Ooh. his Red Our Room. Our Red Room has lightsabers. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and then, yeah. We're not even, we don't even have our apartment yet. We don't even have a room. So, going, <laughs> yeah. to, going quick to underrated because Jenny has to go. Um, I'll go. Actually, Jenny, go. No, I'll just give my underrated. Wait, did you all give your worst? Uh, no, I, think I, I haven't given my worst. I yeah. thought you went. Oh, okay. I'll go say ahead. quickly my underrated, real quick, because then I gotta, I gotta bounce. All right, go ahead. But underrated. So I put born. I, I so I really couldn't come up with five That's per se on, because I didn't make the other list. My so list. my number four is the born identity because nice. I actually really list. enjoy them. I, I don't know, like I'm in there for the action. Number three is okay. So this is. So I think it's a little underrated when you okay. So Alien, <laughs> Aliens, Aww. and Alien Three That's because I know that there's Alien Resurrection, but technically she's Sigourney Weaver is a clone in Alien not a Resurrection. Not so a it's trilogy. sort of a trilogy with just Ripley. No, we'll give you to- whatever. We'll give you Toy Story. We're not yeah, giving we're you not this. Giving you, I'm right, not giving fine. you Alien. <laughs> the Ocean's Eleven trilogy. Nice now one. David says it's that not it's not a trilogy, not, but there's Ocean, four of them. Ocean's Eight with the female is not really Danny Ocean. That's Danny story. Ocean's sister. It's his sister oh, because they connect it's more it later. Than part of the but franchise. it's a spin-off. I, yes. yeah. Fine, I'll give you really that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that over Alien, though. And Definitely, hundred percent. Number one, agree. Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Yeah, good job. Because yeah. That yeah. Is that's a guilty pleasure. More than guilty pleasure. Yeah, and that's something that I love the Santa one. I like that one. And that is a guilty pleasure one. I love the Santa Claus around Christmas time. Like they're all, they're all. Yeah, they're all watchable. Cheesy, but they're good, and I really yeah. think the first one is the, the best. first one is legit good. Yes. The other two are trash. Yes, but they're like Jen said, they're 100%. very they're very watchable yes. during Christmas. Christmas is the only holiday outside of maybe horror movies that I really give everything a pass. Aww. Dude, I watch a fucking Dean King oh. Christmas movie that it's the worst. He no, made it's me fucking watch great. It. It's, it's fucking terrible. great. All he does is hang <laughs> out in the that, police station. I am out, people. I am. You're out. like fuck uh, the dark phoenix. I'll miss you all. <laughs> <laughs> so. Leo, I just oh sorry. Yeah, actually no. Uh, right, you go. Do your uh, your five. Well, oh no. Speaking of Christmas, I know I'm late to the party, but I just I'm not sure how true this is, but I saw a rumor online. Uh, I meant to bring up earlier. Kevin Hart is thinking is working on uh, revitalizing uh, Bill Murray Scrooged. Yes, that is true, and I am heartbroken. Yeah, I mean I'm kind of intrigued because I would like to see like I want. I'll, I want to see that story kind of just in the updated because of how different, you know, everything is in uh, Hollywood. But at the same time, let it rest. You know what I would like if they were going to rehash it? Have a funny What's comedian up? and good actor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would really love that. That would be a great idea. 
But uh, yeah. go ahead, Leo. I mean, all right. If, oh, yeah, he has, right, if not Kevin top, Hart, then who? I just wouldn't do a period. I'd have to think about it. Um, yeah, I just wouldn't do it. But knowing my luck, it'd either be Kevin Hart or Josh Gad, and then, you know, my life would be fucking miserable. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, Scrooge in itself is a reboot of just a Christmas, a Christmas. carol. Yeah. So why yeah. the fuck so are why you, you touching just it re- at all? Yeah, why don't you just reboot a Christmas carol again and call it a day? Yeah. You know, but, yeah, uh, go ahead, Rye. What's your worst? Five worst, Rye. My worst? Um, uh, because of David, I have to have a, a, sh- a special, whatever, to the Superman trilogy, you know, the BVS stuff. Oh, it just yeah. killed. But, but, like, but guys, there's a Snyder Cut somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and if they were, and, and I stand by, if they released, you know, the Snyder Cut of, uh, the extended cut of BVS and the extended cut of even Suicide Squad, it would have been a lot better. Because I think editing was a major problem for those movies. And Man of Steel, to me, was just boring as shit. I did not care for Home with Superman. Um, yeah, and no color palette. At all. Yeah. Grayscale and no- then grayscale. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, I have The Hangover. Uh, first one, amazing. The other two, no need whatsoever. Oh, uh, I like it, like it. Number four, prequels. Uh, I know the third one almost saves it, but still, it just almost kills the entire franchise. I mean, number three, I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for, but Lord of the Rings, I can't stand those movies. Excuse me, Ryan. really can't. Kicked off this podcast. (laughs) Am I Firewall Ryan again? (laughs) I think you're Firewall Ryan again. I I can't believe it. I just, I personally do not like those movies whatsoever. I like Schmeagle, and that's about it. Everything else, I is the snooze fest for me. Like I, the pacing, and I and I like. I don't need action. Like I fuck. I love Kevin Smith movies. Obviously, I don't need a lot of action, but just the pacing, and I don't know. I just all those different endings. I just didn't give a shit End the entire did watching. The same thing. Trust me, right? I'm probably gonna get. I'm probably gonna get some shit for some of the ones on my <laughs> list too. So I respect it. Oh I just remember, God. I respect it, so that when I get my list, you respect me. Okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Casey just goes, I hope you're enjoying your last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, the god-awful Transformer series. Uh, the first three, I still can't tell who's fighting who half the time when I watch those movies. And number one, the Harold and Kumar uh, trilogy. There's first a third one? Was one? Yeah. yeah, it was like a Christmas, a Christmas one. one. Oh, it's terrible. First one's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, the first one's hilarious. I love the first one. Battle shits, all of that. It was hilarious. Neil Patrick Harris kills it. The second one... It wasn't as... I mean, obviously, it wasn't as good. I didn't mind... No. Yeah, no. exactly. I didn't mind it. Is that the Guanta... The Gu- yeah, Guantanamo the Guantanamo Bay? Bay one. Okay. Yeah. It was just like... I can't believe you didn't include stupid. the Fifty Shades. But you haven't seen Fifty Shades, right? I have not seen a oh, single okay, Fifty okay. Shades. Sorry. And the third uh, Christmas one was the most forgettable thing I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, Leo, what you got? Uh, number five, Chronicles of Riddick. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Number four, Big Mama's House. Never seen any well, of them. Why have you watched these movies? <laughs> <laughs> number three, Fifty Shades of Grey. The fact that's number three, I'm like. <laughs> number two, Star Wars prequel. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. my number one worst trilogy. Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi trilogy. You bastard! I'm going. I'll talk about that when we get to underrated. <laughs> I, 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 I see the anger brewing inside David right now. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not as angry as that Ryan for putting Lord of the Rings on any worst ever list. 
So yeah. you, I'm glad Ryan went first. I see your strategy. You knew Ryan would have a shit list. We Ryan go. Gotta lessen the blow. Go Ryan. Go Ryan. I'll go unnoticed. Two is one of the best superhero movies of all time. I man. disagree. I just, I just can't get behind. I didn't really like Tobey Maguire or Spider Man. I love. Look, don't get me wrong. I loved seeing Spider Man on the big screen in that kind of budget. I think it was amazing. It was life changing. However. Um, there's still so many things that I would have done differently in that franchise, and yeah. three was so bad. Oh, three's terrible. It destroyed oh, everything. Yeah. Else. Well, 2002. Let's go back to 2002. In a world where the MCU, the Dark Knight trilogy, doesn't exist, that's a good movie, man. It's a, it's yeah, it's light, it's campy. I loved it. But here's the thing. Same thing with Fox and X-Men is, is what drove me crazy about Sony and Spider-Man. You made changes to this character that had no reason to be changed. Like making- The minute organic web shooters came through fucking yeah, Peter Parker's right. wrist. Yeah, I guess you're right. I was like, why? Is there a reason behind it? Is there a legitimate reason behind it that makes the plot any differently? No. No. So you just did this to fuck with us is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for some reason, I just, I just couldn't get behind it. I mean, now as a, as a grown man, I'd wonder... Why Spider Man is a grown man in high school? I mean, he must have gotten left. Oh, and Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane? No, just no. How do you like uh, Gwen Stacy? Oh, that Gwen Stacy, or you mean like my my beautiful Gwen Stacy? Oh, she's perfect. That's like you were talking. No, no, I'm just fucking with you. I think Emma Stone's perfect as Gwen Stacy. I'm talking about Bryce Dallas. I liked her. You thought I think the Gwen Stacy's casting for with the small role that it was was she looked perfect, but just if you're looking for a hot bombshell redhead. Where does your mind go, Kirsten Dunst? <laughs> well, where would you have gone in Hot 2002? bombshell redhead on a budget. Fair. <laughs> well, I expected hot takes, but not in the worst. <laughs> um, all right, so going to underrated, uh, I have honorable mention. I have the um, Mighty Ducks. Dude, oh. that's my number five. Yeah. Oh, that's I like awesome. It. I didn't even I think of that. that. Damn. David, I love that. Lies. That's actually my number five. My underrated is TMNT. That's on my guilty pleasure. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I was talking to Ryan. I couldn't do it because three is fucking <laughs> yeah. terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. So, my number four is actually the Jersey Trilogy. Oh. Clerks, Mallrats, and Chasing Amy. Nice. Wow. Respect. So, I, like it. I don't think, even though... um. About, Jane, Silent Bob, kind of. What about Clerks 2, though? I think that because it does it. Oh, you lost me it there. It does take place in Jersey. It does. Because they all take place in Jersey. Because the whole plot is. Not all of them. Technically, Dogma, Jane, Silent Bob doesn't because Dogma it is, takes place across America. Does Dogma take place Dogma in New Jersey? Jersey, too? Dogma? No, Dogma. Yeah, Dogma in the end takes place in Jersey. But not the movie. But not. Yeah, not the mo- for the most part, again, it's a traveling movie. Yeah, until Jane, Silent Bob is a traveling movie, too. Okay. Okay. So that's... But Clerks 2 is Jersey, though. So I would put... Well, then that would be kind of the Star Wars prequel kind of deal. Okay. So, but Either yeah. way, I like... I like the it. original three. I li- and I, I feel like it doesn't get enough credit for what it Agreed. is. Agreed. Especially Mallrats. I really, really I enjoy Mallrats. Mallrats. My oh, number, Mallrats. My Mallrats number, made today would be a top grossing film, in my opinion, because of the fact that it's everything that today is. It's pop culture, it's rudeness and crudeness, and it's just fun. Yeah. Well, the rudeness and crudeness wouldn't... True. You know, yeah, that won't go anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My number three, <laughs> yes, is Evil Dead. So I, I don't think that gets enough credit. I don't see, I haven't seen any of them, but the, I know that they're the transition from a straight up horror movie to a horror comedy from one and two are 
is such a great idea, and it's your boy too. Yeah. So, my number two is the Caesar's Planet of the Apes trilogy. Ooh. I think wow. that'll go into a top. I didn't even think of that. That trilogy, trilogy is beautiful from beginning to end, and it has a finality to it, which yeah. actually connects to the original Planet of the Apes, which is really really cool. And then my number one is Back to the Future. Because okay. I think Back to the Future gets a lot of hate for uh, Part 3, which is a good movie. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. It's not a bad movie. I'll put that three versus a lot of the other trilogy. Trilogies. Yeah, it's true. I, I don't know. I think that gets a really, really, really bad rap. Oh, dude. So my underrated five. Um, five, Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I think the uh, the, the Flying V. Which would never work in Coach hockey. Bombay. <laughs> yeah. Um, number four, Jenny would love this. Look Who's Talking. Okay. Uh, number three, Taken. Woof. The Taken Wolf. trilogy, I think, is How underrated. many times does this guy's family get kidnapped? I don't know. I think the plot doesn't have to be freaking awesome, but the movies are pretty cool. I like the uh, first. Number two, the Hannibal Lecter trilogy. Ah, uh, yes. Silent I forgot about Man- Manhunter, Hannibal right? Hannibal and Red Dragon. Red Dragon. No, well, so, fun fact, Red Dragon is actually a uh, remake of the original prequel. There's an original prequel? Yep. With... Uh, Someone else is Hannibal Lecter, I believe. Oh, shoot. So, let me get you. While you go, go I'll yeah. get you the name of it. And my number one most underrated trilogy, which should have been in Guilty Pleasures, but I don't care, Blade. <laughs> That's terrible. Right the Blade. No, let's put it in perspective, though, man. It was a you tr- shit on all these it comic was, movies. It was a trilogy. You shit on Sam Raimi, good sir. It was, this was a trilogy <laughs> before, being, before anything with comic book franchises was cool. And, yeah. <sighs> What's I don't snipes, baby. Oh my god. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm still looking for this for for, for Um all right. I have a couple honorable mentions on I lost my list for a second. Damn it, pal. Um here we are. Uh Honey, I Shrunk the Kids trilogy. The first two are fine, the third one's trash. Oh cute. But one. the sec the second one is fun. Uh, I think that's the honey I uh we shrunk ourselves. Was it just yeah. Um number six, the only reason why it's not in my top five is because although it does get heat for the third one. I don't consider it underrated because of the social impact it still has, and that's Back to the Future. I don't see it as underrated. I see it. I think in the circles that I've talked to, I don't really hear many people trashing any of them Same. except for the third. Third one, yeah. But you get what I mean, uh, right? Like I think it's a yeah. yeah, it's a great trilogy, but I think it's underrated so, for that purpose. Yeah, most most comic fanboys, no offense, yeah, love Raimi Spider Man one, Raimi Spider Man two, hate Raimi Spider Man three. You know I don't hate part three. I'm just giving you a heads up. Okay. I think it's bad. I just don't. You don't hate it? Yeah. Oh, I've seen worse movies. It's the worst Venom in the history of Venoms, and we hadn't even seen a Venom yet. <laughs> yeah. But it's still not worse than some of the worst that we're going to get to into Fox. But I, but I would say like that Back to the Future 3 is head and shoulders better than Raimi's Spider-Man 3. Yeah, by yeah. it's not even a comparison. All right, so real quick, sorry to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. The movie's called yeah. Manhunter, and it's actually directed by Michael Mann. Wow. So that is based on Red Dragon. That is actually if the we're going to talk Red about Dragon. if we're going yeah if we're going to talk about yeah the Hannibal Lecter trilogy in terms of Anthony Hopkins, then yeah, Red Dragon would count. Got it. But if we're talking like the real trilogy, it would be Manhunter, uh, Silence of the Lambs, and then Hannibal. Did Manhunter come out before Silence of the Lambs? So. Hannibal Lecter was played by Brian Cox in this movie. Wow. And John Lithgow, Brian Dennehy, and uh, Mandy, Mandy Patinkin were- Patinkin. P- 
Patenkin, we're we're gonna play him, and then they went with Brian Cox. But seeing John Lithgow would have made a great wow. kind of elector. So looks, yeah, and looks, it's a good movie. It okay. is a good movie. I think you should give it a shot if you ever have a no, chance. For sure, no, yeah, the Silence of the Lambs trilogy. I thought was like because people don't even think of it. And that's actually a not a trilogy because they have Hannibal Rising. Hannibal. Uh, but I did see it on a lot of lists. But go ahead, Ryan. Keep going. Uh, number five is the 90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. I enjoyed the fuck out of them. You enjoy I... Turtles in Time? Yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Well, <laughs> do me a favor, Rye. If you Do you own it? Uh, I think I have the VHS somewhere. I think it's streaming, if you can, before we record next. Give give part three a watch. Just like, oh, just let me all right, if I can find the streaming somewhere, they, I will give it a watch. The puppet too. They, like it looked bad. The puppet. Once they changed the puppets, they even. Ch- so in part two, they updated the puppets, but yes. they still resemble the original. It was still, I think Jim Henson. I think they I added think dots to them. Yeah. But it. But part three is completely different puppets. Yeah. And Ralph is like a bitch, and Ralph is not the bitch. Ralph is like the asshole of the group. Oh my gosh. Ugh. And now that stupid saber thingy. Oh no no no. Go ahead. My go. hesitation about putting it on the list wasn't even uh, should it be underrated or worse. Was do we count the concert as one of the movies? Oh my god! Also, oh, it's funny with me. I don't think <laughs> the uh, the um, officially officially it's not a trilogy. Why? Uh, because of the cartoon TMNT that came on later. That was actually canon as far as the original trilogy. Was it really? Yeah. They oh, actually wow. stay, like so like. Again, you don't have the name Leo or Leonardo and not be a Ninja Turtles fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when that movie came out, like um, officially, it was meant as a continuation of that original trilogy. So the storyline takes place and makes mentions of the original three. But I, I just felt like I still wanted to count it as a trilogy because of the live action part of it. Mm. Uh, but no, yeah, the, the the animated one actually plays a part in the canon. So even the, I guess now with the concert. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I <laughs> guess the fine. star, I guess the Star Wars trilogy doesn't count with the Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, and now true. all our lists are terrible. Yeah, all terrible <laughs> lists. All right, keep going, right. Number four is the Sam Raimi Spider Man. Um, they're fun. Oh, oh, oh. Bone saw. <laughs> like you, like I, I enjoy. All of Sam Raimi's work. Like, I'm a little bit of a mark. I'm not even going to lie for him. Um, number three is the Shrek trilogy. Oh, the my God. first one. Oh, I oh. love the first one. I don't like the, the second one's meh. I like Shrek. Yeah, the yeah. second one. And the third one is very forgettable. Number two is the Men in Black. It's, for good me, one. the first one. That's a good one, Rye. I, didn't, I forgot about that. The, the first one's so yeah. much fun. The second one so much meh. And the third one is so such much a block. great closing. You thought I think the third one was great? I think at least a great closing to that story. I think learning that, you know, Kay met Jay when he was a kid and was there and all that, I think that was such a great story. And I liked the, uh, I can't remember the name of the character, but not, he was like the alien sidekick for them, who was able to see the future and everything. I thought, I enjoyed his character. It was always fun. Um, But I enjoyed him. And I even enjoyed the animated series that came off of it. I mean. Actually, good call, Rye, because the first, I just checked their RT score. Number one is a classic. It's uh, certified in 92. Number two is 39% on RT. (laughs) And then the last one, is that with Thanos? That is with Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. Um, it's sixty eight percent, so it did redeem itself. So good call on that, right? That's a good, good take. I, w- I totally forgot about that. Thank you. So, and I'm good. gonna just shit all over my good take right here with my number one being Austin Powers. You are good- wow. goodbye. Right? <laughs> goodbye. I <laughs> tell, tell Casey no. it was a pleasure to have her on while we did. 
um i they're fun you know what they're not cinematic masterpieces oh they're certainly not (laughs) but they're fun they're quotable as fuck that you know there's so many memorable scenes from each one of them they every all three of them have good things to them and they're bad things to them like number two Shouldn't have started off with uh, Vanessa being a fembot all along. That was kind of dumb. But, I mean, 3 was also when I actually kind of liked Beyonce before she got too big for her bridges, in my opinion. Um, That's a good call out, yeah. Like, she was, like, I enjoyed all of it. Gold member was fun. Oh, you know, the shush, the zip it, you know, Dr. Evil. Like, hell, I was sitting here playing video games yesterday, jamming out to his rendition of just the two of us. That's a good rendition. <laughs> blue, 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 blue. <laughs> but no, it's just so much fun. Yeah, those are my underrated. All right. Uh, so, my guilty pleasure ones, just to go through yeah, them really yeah. quick. Um, the Three Flavors Cornetto Trilogy. So, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and That's World's not even End. a guilty pleasure. They have good reviews, I too. I like it, so. yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park, the original oh my. trilogy. I mean, Leo. It's guilty pleasure. Leo. It's guilty pleasure. Tell, what do you like about two? Oh, no, that, what do you like about two and three? I will watch that. Well, look, Vince Vaughn is not Vince Vaughn, but he's also Vince Vaughn. Um, oh and the Jeff, Go- Jeff Goldblum. And I don't know. Look, I, they're on. I'll watch them. Fun I don't fact. know. I can't control myself. Do you myself. know? Speaking of Jurassic... I, I, I don't want to get too excited because, like, I, I might grab a chubby if this is legit. So there's a rumor floating around that Sam Neill and Laura Dern are returning for Jurassic World 3. <laughs> and that's all I got to say. Yeah, but, like, those little cameos, like, they just made me geek out so much. Maybe I just love Jurassic Park 1 so much that anything tied to it oh, made Jurassic me Oh, Jurassic Park is one of the greatest movies ever made. Like, easily. It's easily, so. But, yeah, Jurassic Park trilogy is a guilty pleasure. RoboCop is a guilty pleasure. Uh, I love the first one. I'm okay with the second one. I can't remember the third one very well. You shouldn't well. remember the third one. Okay. Uh, he has he gets up he gets the the, the jetpacks. So yes. He flies in part yes. three. It's so cool. Uh, Divergent. So for Jenny, the Divergent trilogy. I never read the books, uh, but whenever they're on, I can't help but want to watch them. Um, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. That that's yeah. Part three sucks. It's terrible. Yeah, it pains me to terrible. say this, dude. Like I remember the scene where they're all dancing. All the all the, was it the Japanese? Yeah. They go to Japan. They right? go to Japan. Feudal, so Feudal, Jap- Feudal Japan. Yeah. So all the Japanese men are like in like the, the Yokozuna little yeah. underwear, and they're all dancing in the, in the sewer with Splinter. And I'm like, oh man, this is not it. And I remember reading that like I think it's like the 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 company they use for the puppets like in one and two was i think like jim uh, henson, jim henson. Yeah. it was they, they were they were paying good money for it and then to like save money they went to a cheaper company for the third oh, one I, you can tell and it, yeah it just destroyed the you freaking can movie tell. that's fucking terrible all right guys so that wraps that part up yeah dope so before we get into dark phoenix uh something i skipped over because i wanted it to lead into the conversation what did we watch this week i actually don't have that much this week that i saw um... outside of all the x-men movies i s- saw uh Actually, that's it. I really just spent the week catching up on all X-Men movies. Yeah, I mean, with me, I, I continue I continue my... Uh... Oh. Oh, yeah, what's up? I also started uh, uh, Mr. Robot. Dude, what do you think? I saw your Instagram. Yeah, what do you I think? I started it um, on Friday morning. I'm done with the first season. Rami Malek, bro. It is... Dude, he is incredible. <laughs> like, I remember Jen mentioned it because she saw the first season. She didn't really catch finish it up yeah and she was like oh my god you know you work in it you'd love all the, like the behind the scenes stuff i'm like no 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 no. that's not even i don't give a shit about that 
Rami Ma, the his breakdown of his character is incredible. incredible. Like I just want to see what's going on in his head. Like that's all I care about. When I first watched it, I thought it gave me like so many throwbacks to Fight Club. Like that whole weird like. So, Ryan, have you seen it? Right. I'm sorry. Say it again. I'm sorry. I was having some technical difficulty with my notes. I have, apologize. Have you seen Mr. Robot? No. Nah. Okay. So I'll avoid, I'll avoid spoilers. For that reveal that happens in the first season, Yeah. the callback to that, I'm glad you I mentioned mean, Fight Club, is the song that plays at the end of the Fight Club Yeah. is instrumental in in episode eight. Holy shit. When sh- they're going back to the arcade. Dude. And I peeped that. I was like, that sounds really familiar. And then I'm like, and I'm like, oh shit! It's the fucking no. fi- the end of Fight Club. I'm it like, took that- me a while to even get to see, to watch the series in the first place. Yeah. But when I started watching, I'm like, the, the, the cinematography is dope. Yes, like yes. it's so different. I was like, this is awesome. I, I literally like when we finish this, uh, I'm going to right into get it? right into season two. Um, and confirmation, I didn't even know this was like something that was floating and it wasn't a sure thing. Season four is coming. It's the final season. Yeah. But um, Rami Malek wasn't a sure thing. Oh, shit. So he confirmed over the last few days he's... Got it. And I get it. I mean, he's huge now. Yeah. So, but... No, you're going to love season two. Uh, the show itself is freaking awesome. There's a character that leaves in the first season. I hope he comes back in the second or third. The one that kills that character. Okay. He does... I'm that. not going to ruin it for you. I'm not going to spoil but, it. But, like, I can't you. stand the guy and I hope, like... Elliot has his day with him, and that's all I got to say. No. But um, yeah, that's kind of all I've seen no, this yeah, week. With me, I continue. I continue my uh, my friends binge watching for so the uh, for the work wife. Uh, so yeah, still continuing on Friends. That's going pretty well. I now, but I'm also caught up catching up on uh, Cloak and Dagger. Okay, so I'm up to episode eight, um, and that show just continues to get better and better. Like I think of the MCU TV shows, and I know Ryan and I talk about uh, Agents of Shield on Spin Rack a mm-hmm. lot. But personally, I think Cloak and Dagger, and um, and honestly, Runaways, I think you are finally finished it. No, nah, yeah, yeah, Runaways. Oh, yeah, we two, spoke yeah. about it. Yeah, uh, but I think those two. I think the quality of those shows, I think right now for me, is better than where AOS is. I don't watch AOS, so that's. Mm. But I think it could be just the fact that it's closer tied to the comics. Like it's both those shows. No, I get that. that. Uh, but yeah, you know, Cloak and Dagger. If you guys get a chance, so freaking good. And I. The one thing we don't have to worry about him is cancellations. Yeah. Because Runaways isn't going anywhere, I think. No. I think it doesn't have that much life left. I don't know if you can tell. I know Runaways is is still going around, going on well, today. Even like, even like the actual source material for Runaways isn't too robust either. So, so I like, think I think one or two more seasons fair. will cut it. And I love that they went back to 10 episodes for season yeah. three, which is much, much much tighter and neater. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything other right? than that. Yeah, just those what two about, shows. What about you, Ray? I've really just been diving into the X uni- uh, Fox X Men universe. Yeah, that's pretty much I think every whatever well, all of us. I heard, except- a, I heard there's a new movie of that coming out or something. Yeah, actually, right? it did yeah. come out. It didn't make a lot of money either. Uh, so, to to give my final my up to date count on my goal to 500, I am at 165 movies. Jeez. So, hopefully, I could get to 500 by the end of the year. All right. So that new movie that came out, oh, you yeah, have not that- seen Leo. <laughs> no, I have not. So, all right, so Dark Phoenix came out and it made no money. I feel bad, Not man. You don't Why feel do bad? you feel bad? Because <laughs> it's such a good cast. Fox made it this is. happen. This is what Fox mother effing gets. I really do feel that. I don't. Sincerely do. The actors are all going to get paid what they're going to get paid regardless of how much movie, money this movie makes. All right, so I'm going to sit up for this one. <laughs> um, so 
I remember back in 2016. That's when Dark uh, Apocalypse came out, right? Uh, probably. So I was very underwhelmed by it. Fair. Um, I love Oscar Isaac, but I thought Apocalypse, for what he's supposed to be, Ivan came off more. Like a, <laughs> he came off more like a villain of the week. Yeah. Than an yeah. actual like villain. Thanos level. Yeah, as what he's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I like an Apocalypse. I did like the introduction of Gene and I, the young Cyclops. Um, you like Psylocke? All she does is stand there for she two hours. Hot. All she does is stand there. <laughs> she does nothing the whole movie. I'm just letting you know that she does nothing and then dies. Olivia that's all she does. Looked hot. Oh, that's, she looked great. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> she, looked, she looked free, and then she broke my boy's heart. But I'm glad Jenny's not here to stop me right now. I know, right? <laughs> like, the filter is off. The filter is off. No, but like the movie overall was, I was utterly disappointed. So going into this, I we've all been shitting on it. And is it good? No, it's not. Is it the worst you've ever seen? Like, I've seen it being called the worst X-Men movie of all. It's not. It, I don't no, think it would no, be. No. Nowhere near it. It's not even... Right, I don't know if it's... I don't, I don't know if you can speak on this, but I don't think... It's not even in my bottom five Fox Marvel movies. No, it's actually... Uh, um, for me, yeah, no, it's like... In- Really, just dead in the middle. Like not nothing that I'll rave about, but nothing that I'll really sit there and complain about. Yeah, it's it has its moments. So I think the reshot ending really helps. Also, so I kind of read the the movies that it was supposed to be really close to. It was supposedly Captain Marvel, Captain right? Marvel and Winter Soldier. Supposedly, uh, I see that. Yeah. I see the Winter Soldier part. Yes, the Captain yeah. Marvel part I see at the beginning. The Winter Soldier stuff I okay. see at the at the end. So just. We're going to get into spoilers now, yeah, go for so it. if you guys haven't seen it and care, just uh, fast forward a little bit. And if so, you're not going to see it, good for listen you. Up. Good for so, you. Shut up. <laughs> so, right, we're, we're the only ones that can really say certain spoilers on this. So, I love the ending in terms of, yeah. it felt like a completely different movie. Yeah. It's funny because I kept seeing I kept seeing things about uh, how they had a reshoot because it was too close to another movie, which I and find that to be complete bullshit. But go ahead. I thought, and here's the funny thing: because when I'm watching it, and then the scene, like the final big scene, where you know it's both her and what's her face up in the sky, and then everyone and uh, Cyclops is like almost turning to dust. I'm like, oh wait, they have everyone turned to dust. It was too close to Infinity War. Yeah, and then they get to the cafe. I'm like. Were they not supposed to say anything to each other and there was going to be a fucking Dark Knight Rises return, uh, thing right here? <laughs> so I'm glad you brought that up already because we can get into the continuity issues. Okay, Leo, you ready for this? Because oh, you've seen every other You've seen every other one, right? Yes. All right, uh, Ryan, do you want to start from the big event, the first big thing that happened? Um, when, Which, uh, uh, with, a, with a certain blue person? Oh, see, I thought you were going to talk about how... Ha- I thought we were going to talk about how they meet or? because it's different in continuity how Jean Grey comes to the X-Men all together in all the other movies until this movie. Which, again, that I will That's say this about the movie, very solid me? opening. Very solid opening. Oh, yeah. The so- the opening was... So- I'm telling you, like, there's good stuff in this. It's just not completely well put together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like there's some- <laughs> I kind of equate it to BVS. There's good stuff in it. Oh, this it's is just- this is better than BVS, dude. I think this is better than BVS. One because it's not three hours long. <laughs> it, it felt it, it at times. It's not even. Uh, I think Leo. I think this is not even two hours. This is one fifty, I believe. Oh wow! With credits, so it's not long at all. She, yeah, that's a that's a good one, right? So they change her origin 
from remember remember in Days of Future Past they put everything back together. Yeah. So her origin is completely different in this. How? So, Why? So in the beginning of the movie, which is very solid, um, she's responsible for her parents' death, cool. which is it's strong. I like it. Very yeah. very strong. Like you see, you that could, that could turn anyone into like yeah. But Professor X, in the most heelish things ever, wipes that from her memory. Okay. And. I get why he did it because her father said, I don't want in, in layman's term, this blunt, he doesn't want her anymore because her father survives, yeah. but her mother doesn't. So he blames Jean for her father's death, for her mother's death and Got his it. wife's. So like from the trauma, that's why he was Xavier like, does he does what he does. And X is like, I will take care of her. Mm-hmm. And then he takes her sucks. and it wipes her memory. You find out later he wipes her memory from that event because she doesn't want, he doesn't want her to, be, because he knows her power, he doesn't want her to feel responsible for her mother's death, and which she is and she isn't. She's a kid; she can't control her mutant powers yet. So it is what it is. Um, so that's completely changed from. Out of curiosity, I mean, just yeah, just for just for curiosity, uh, is it her telekinesis that kills her mom, or is it her telepathy that kills her mom? Telekinesis. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah, a little bit of a both. A little bit of like- both. She said, she's, she, what happens is, spoiler, she's, she's screaming, stop it, stop, stop, stop. And then her mother kind of falls asleep and they get into a car crash. Her mother's driving. Tell me the telepathy is what they did. Yeah, so it's okay. really solid, though. Um, the next thing that I. <laughs> oh, man. So this connects X Men 1, 2, and 3, right? Um, yeah. Leo, I have a question. Oh, God. Um,. Is Mystique in X Men One, Two, and Three? Yes. You sure? Romaine. She was a lot hotter. It was Rebecca. Don't you talk about Jennifer? <laughs> if you have you have the balls, I do to sit here oh, I will. and say oh. that Jennifer Lawrence yes. is hotter yes. than Rebecca Romaine. Yes. yes, yes, my friend. Yes, yes. You I'm, are out of your mind. No, I'm not. I'm quite sane. All right. Well, that's a different debate for a different Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. Well, no, yeah, she said she's a lot. Mystique. Right. I'm not. I didn't imagine this. Like, okay. All right. Um, yeah. so Ryan can, um, help me out with this. So, um, Ryan, what, what happens like 25 minutes into the movie? Mystique's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. For my, so it's funny. This was one of the earliest spoilers that got leaked about this movie. Yeah. And it was just that Jennifer Lawrence just got bored of this role and doing the makeup. So she just wanted the fuck out. So like that, one of the ways she agreed to do this movie is as long as it was it. She didn't want to be doing it anymore. I guess she did. I guess this was before the Fox deal was official. Yeah, probably. So. So they I'm killed a, her off that early, 25 minutes into the movie. She did have good. She was good in what she was in. Like mm-hmm. she was solid. And, and Jeans kills her. Yeah, it's like outside in the street, right? Like mm-hmm. when they go to face off against her. Yeah, it, it looked like that was it in the trailer. But I will give them credit. It's not that scene. It's okay. Something else. So and it was an accident. She didn't mean to like kill her. But um, it was a good death scene. By the way, how did you feel about that ex woman? Uh, I thought it was like, fucking dialogue. stupid. Wait, there's an right? X-Women scene? I thought scene? it was fucking stupid, yeah. She's like, oh, we should be called X-Women because we're the, the women ones that always be send, save you. We will, uh, tend to be saving the men. Meanwhile, only Jean Grey is the only one that did any saving. Yeah, and actually, Jean Grey's, Silver was the, yeah, was the one Grey, that did most of the sa- saving was, in that scene. Yeah, Jean Grey is responsible in Apocalypse for saving everybody, but I don't. I think it was a team team job. The rest incredible. of the- This movie is incredible. <laughs> Can't wait. 
Um, so yeah, that kind of kills the entire continuity of X Men One, Two, and, and Three. The fact that again, spoiler, Dark Phoenix fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> she like, oh my god! And I'm funny because after watching this, I watched Wolverine yesterday, and it's like him going through everything. It reminded me of everything the last stand. I'm like, wait, really? Which, which Wolverine did you watch again yesterday? <laughs> I watched wo- the Wolverine. You watched like, the, wo- the Wolverine. Okay, the Wolverine. Okay. That was not as bad. That wasn't as it's bad. It's fine. No. Um, but it's just so funny. I'm watching there and I'm like, why the fuck did she? T-? And then I watched Davis Future Pass the day before, uh, on Friday night, and I'm like, wait, but she's alive when? Fuck you, Fox. Yeah, man. <laughs> fuck you, Fox. I, 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 and to think that the same person that wrote this film wrote Days of Future Pass. It's, in, it's, it's insane. insane. Um, other continuity issues. <clears throat> um, hey, Leo. Yeah. Have you aged in the past, I don't know, 30 years? No, no, actually, uh, <laughs> I, I never told you this, but I actually have a healing factor that slows down my aging considerably. So, Michael Fassbender <laughs> and, um, uh, James McAvoy have not aged since 1960. Oh, they, McAvoy at least got bald. <laughs> <laughs> like they look exactly the same and then you're gonna tell me they're gonna go maybe that's the thing they didn't age at all in the last 30 years that in the next eight years they're supposed to age and look like ian mckellen and uh patrick stewart patrick. I, yeah i think we've lost leo no 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 so like it's funny because like, when i remember when that when they first mentioned the fact that they wanted to make these movies happen each decade which i like which i thought, I thought that was a cool was a concept idea, yeah but i was also expecting to see it like Them done age. correctly in a way like you see them mature mm-hmm. get them older and by the time you get to this movie now they should be like the x-men that we grew up with in yeah. the cartoon mm-hmm. but obviously it's not the way it worked out at all no they're I, still I very young i expected one, right? this when they first was first announced that this was going to be in the 90s that we were going to see those costumes exactly that would have been mm-hmm. the perfect way to yeah. end this. And then Logan would actually have been in it. Because he can, he's not yeah, dead until, yeah. like, you know, no, in absolutely. the future. So he could have been in it. I actually don't know why he's not in it. Maybe he just said I, Logan is Yeah, they wanted me. Logan to be it. They, he wanted Logan to be his final, final thing. Oh, I think that was it. Like, you want to go out on a... Would you rather go out on Logan or this? <laughs> uh, Logan. Um, exactly. And one of my pet peeves in movies is... Uh, Females or any or males walking in uncomfortable shoes, and Jessica Chastain is running around in fucking heels the whole movie. Oh, wait, so, I didn't so, even so, notice so what that. you're saying is that wait, is, is Jessica Chastain poor poor man's uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard? Bryce Dallas Howard in this movie she is because because Bryce Dallas Howard did a really good job of walking World. in heels in Jurassic World. She yeah. runs very very well. So yeah, I didn't That's really ironic. like that at all. Um, I think that's pretty much it, right? Right. I will. I'll say this. I was sitting in the theater and during the uh, train battle, and I couldn't help but to think to myself, I never thought I wanted to see the X-Men fight aliens on the big screen until this exact moment. Yeah, that was... The, the <laughs> final, that was pretty dope. Yeah. The final 30 minutes are very, very strong. Oh, shit. Very strong. But are, there it, any, are there any callbacks to the Shi'ar Empire? Anything no, like that? Nah. Nothing? I don't even know who the villain is, to be honest with you. Do you know who those people are? Uh, no, I didn't even know. So is, wait, is, Phoenix is, isn't the villain. Oh, well, I was going to ask. So like, I had a, I had a hope. Is uh, is Jessica Chastain's character? Is she like Ms. Sinister or any relation to Mister Sinister? No, there's no Sinister. I, I was looking for anything. I was looking for Sin somewhere. I, trust me, I She's was hoping not for Sinister. Who you think she is? Obviously, who is she? I don't know what it's she some is. Alien She's, it's an it's alien some race. It's an alien race. Yeah, you're fucking yes. kidding me. No, 
That's and the phoenix is just the light that can destroy a world or create one, and they want to create their world. They, it really is Captain Marvel because it's the scrolls want to fucking make their shit again. Is really what the storyline. Essentially, if the scrolls were actually villains. Wow. Yeah, the scrolls were supposed to or, or, were what they were supposed to be. That's what we what a uh, dark phoenix was. Damn. It is Fox's last stand. Well, I think that's welcome home. Welcome home, X Men. <laughs> welcome home to the MCU. You're yeah. safe now. Like I'm they glad can't I, hurt I'm, you anymore. I'm, in a way, I'm glad <laughs> I can say that it's not as bad as I expected. Okay, but it's not you know anything that like I'm gonna own it because I own all of them. I mean, I own yeah. Origins. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I own Origins, I I you're definitely owning this. I definitely gotta own this. So I mean, at but, this point, I'm just gonna wait for the giant 4K box set of all the Fox. I don't Marvel. think Fox would do that because they don't even. I don't think Disney will waste their time because <laughs> Fox can't release that. So. True. But yeah, with that being said, we can end this week with this. Let's rank. And Leo's like, I can't wait to see Leo's list. Yeah, this is gonna be so much fun. <laughs> so let's rank the Fox Marvel verse. There are seventeen movies in this rankings. So Jesus Christ. So let's do. I'm gonna do seventeen through eleven, and then we'll work our way down to do the ten. So it's funny. I did right. not rank the Marvel movies, so this is going to be fun. Oh, you didn't rank them? No. Oh, okay. So I'll go first while you guys, while you do your list. Me and Ryan will go first. So my number 17 and the worst comic book movie of all time is Fan Four Stick. Any disagreement there? Preach. Uh, Electra. You think Electra's worse than Fan Four Stick? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't go that. I can't, <laughs> can't co-sign no, that. No, but the way, the way, that's a, that's a very... They're a terrible movie, so your list is intact. Yes, my num- <laughs> my number sixteen is actually uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, Ooh, and that's heartbreaking. If oh you're wow! Yeah. Then my fifteen is Elektra. Then my fourteen is Fantastic Four: Rides of the Silver Surfer. Then thirteen is the original Fantastic Four. Damn. Then my number twelve wow. is X Men: The Last Stand. And then number eleven, actually, my bad. Number eleven is uh, X Men Apocalypse. Okay. So, go ahead. Uh, Jeez, man. Number 17 for me, again, uh, same as you, Fan Forstick. The wor- I pro- probably I would put it as probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with you 100%. <laughs> not even a comic book movie, just like, no. Um, number there... 16, Electra. Hold on, I, honestly, hold on, Ryan. Ever... Uh, do you like, I mean, because I don't. Is there anything you like? Because you're like... You're always like the one that's the most positive in with watching <laughs> films. Do you like anything in that? In Fan I can't even remember most. Fan Forstick? No, not there's absolutely nothing. I the the no. <laughs> <laughs> I love the hesitation, yet complete confidence. Nope, nothing. I, yo, to be honest with you, I don't even remember who plays Doctor Doom. Hey man, oh, what's his no. name? Was such a good it's Doom. Funny, I wanted good... to say Miles Teller, but I'm like, no, it wasn't Miles <laughs> no, Teller. He's mis- he Wait, was actually the good guy. He's Mr. Fantastic. He's Mr. Right? Fantastic. <laughs> Wait, who was? Oh, um, no, it's not this guy either. This guy <laughs> plays the thing. I'm gonna look this up because I don't know who plays. Mi- I don't play Doctor Doom. Who plays? That is crazy. All right, keep going, Ryan, while we look this up. Um, number 16, Electra. It's mostly so low because I don't remember a single scene out of the movie. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, number 15, Daredevil. Just didn't care for it. Oh, okay. Number 14, Origins. Uh, 
13, Silver Surfer. 12, Last Stand. And number 11, same as you, Dave Apocalypse. Okay. So we're kind of on the... Which, watching that again, again, solid as fuck opening. Like, I really love the opening to Apocalypse. I watched it, and I'm like, that's a really cool opening. I like how they did that, especially with the pyramids, and they're trying to trap them. Really cool. Like, and then, uh, really good storytelling. It's and then the rest of the movie boring. Happens. Toby <laughs> Kebble? I don't know. Who, I really can't think of who that is. You might as well say Toby Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> Leo, do you got a... 16 a 17 through 11 right now or not yet no no no. all right so we'll we'll keep going through them so my number 10 is dark phoenix okay actually lies my number 10 is daredevil my number nine is dark phoenix okay because i can watch dark phoenix over daredevil there's nothing really anything that stands out I feel so bad for Ben Affleck. Every time he does a freaking uh, superhero movie, it's never really him. It's just really everything else. Because I didn't mind him as Daredevil. I didn't mind his acting, his portrayal, anything like that. Again, it's everything else surrounding him. Same thing with Batman. I loved him as Batman. Everything else surrounding him was complete shit. (laughs) Agreed. Uh, My number eight is The Wolverine. Okay. Uh, My number seven is Deadpool 2. I was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. I will say it's about Wolverine. I just waited till later when I say it, but I like how there was a little bit of foreshadowing because it does. Uh, what's her name does say you're gonna die with your heart in your hand, and then Logan he dies holding his kid. I thought that was really cool. Well, also because it's same director. Hmm. True. So, um, my number. By the way, I just found out, and I guess that poor shame on me for not knowing this. That dir- the director of Logan also directed Walk the Line. Really? Oh, wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, all right. So going, keep going with the list. My number seven is Deadpool 2. And then my number six is uh, the original X-Men. Okay. So you can go uh, uh, 10. Okay. I think I got it, man. I think, like, I think I'm okay. All right. So do your, uh, Leo, go through your 17 through... Well, uh, eleven. I'll have to go sixteen because I haven't seen Dark Phoenix. Oh yeah, yet. okay. So sixteen but through. My sixteen is Elektra. Okay. Fifteen is Fantastic Four. Which one? Um. Yeah, which one? The um. The the newest one. The newest one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. I think I'm gonna go with as heartbreaking as it is. Wolverine. X Men Origins. Wolverine. <laughs> X Men Last Stand. Over Fantasy. Over yeah. the first Fantastic Four? Oh, over the first Fantastic oh, Four. Wow. This is a lot harder for you than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, you know what? So here's the thing. is No matter how much I rag on the X-Men movies and the Fox universe, it's heartbreaking for me. Like, I grew, <laughs> I grew up with Wolverine. Like, that's the dude that, like, I completely, like... He, his character resonated with me. The dude is five three. I'm five six. Right, being short <laughs> and under like undervalued for that was something I, I I had to come to terms with when I was growing up. I just love the character altogether. I bought all the comic books at one point in time. I owned every single Wolverine issue from issue one all the way through like the third or fourth relaunch or reboot in the Marvel like, <laughs> the, like chronology. <laughs> Even through the whole time where, like, they were talking about how the Wolverine and Sabretooth are uh, mutations of humans called, like, uh, like wolves or something. It was ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, the, <laughs> when the movies came out and did this shitty job, it was fucking terrible. Okay, um, <laughs> I'll go X-Men Apocalypse. Number. I think I'm on. 
I'm on. Uh, what should I be? Hold on, let me just count really quick. So it's 16. So it's 15. 14, 13, 12. Oh, then I think you're, that was 11, right? Yeah, 11, yeah. All right, so go ahead, Rai. Do your uh, 10, 10 through, through 5. 10 through, uh, 10 through 6, yeah. Uh, Number 10, Fantastic Four. I mean, for as crappy of a movie it is, it's fun. Again, it's one of those things, like, if you watch it knowing it's bad, it's it's got the Batman and Robin complex, in my oh, opinion. Oh, it does not. <laughs> it's fun. No, it it's entertaining. Not. There is <laughs> it is nothing. It's not even funny. Batman and Robin is hilarious. True. It's also just fun to see Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. <laughs> um, number nine, Dark Phoenix. Okay. Number eight, The Wolverine. Number seven, uh, X Men. Uh, my still my favorite scene. Every time I think of the first X Men movie, I always think of Wolverine and Cyclops and the Statue of Liberty when they're oh, fighting yeah. off Mystique and uh, Cyclops like prove it's you, and he flips him off using the dick. middle blade. And then he's like, "You're a dick." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like okay. And number six, Deadpool two, uh, which doesn't capture the magic as a fir- in the first one, but it is a fun movie and it does make you laugh. Alrighty, so go, go ten yeah. through six. Uh, I'll do uh, Deadpool two, number ten. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, you know what? No, oh, wow. little Daredevil number ten. Okay. Deadpool two, number nine. Whoa. Deadpool oh, wow. one, number eight. What? What? Then I'll go Fantastic Four, the original. You, Leo. Well, look, <laughs> Leo. Now, look, even though the movies are terrible, I still, no matter what, I will tell you that these seventeen movies or sixteen movies, I will watch. Only if I can't find Iron Man 3 and Thor Dark World. You think Deadpool is that bad? <laughs> I think, yeah. That's well, as close I, to I the comic was, as you're going to no, get. No, I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a really fun movie. But X-Men to me still has like... So X-Men 1 is going to be higher on this list. Um, X2. I mean, you put Fantastic Four over Deadpool. Yeah. That's <laughs> because of what it meant. Because honestly, the Fantastic Four was like one of the, that's Marvel's number one. That, that was their pride and joy back when the, the, this whole comic thing started. So seeing them on a big screen, despite the fact the casting was terrible, like it's supposed to be something really important. Same thing with Spider-Man One. Like even though I hated the trilogy, as we mentioned earlier, like Spider-Man was the flagship character for Marvel Comics for years. So yeah, I'll go Fantastic Four. You, you know what? You said the casting's terrible. I will say uh, What's-His-Face as Doom was actually really good, though. Yeah. He's yeah. a really good heel. I, I He's a him. really good villain. I love watching him on Nip Tuck. Uh, he yeah. Was so I love and Runaway. He's oh. so good in Runaway. Oh, he was on he was on the original um, Charmed, Charmed, too, right? Yeah, Cole. I always know him as Cole. I don't even remember his actual name, but I know him as Cole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Wolverine first class oh well what number remember only to five i think up to five now okay that's it yeah so all right so all right so five through two for me i mean the rest the rest i think are just great movies i don't think mm-hmm. there's there's a bad one in the bunch uh and my number five is first class my number four is x2 my number three is deadpool and then uh one and two for me are like interchangeable no not interchangeable but they're so much superior than everything else uh x-men days of future past and then I'll, I think everyone knows what number one is, but I'll, I'll hold on that. Uh, Rai, go ahead. Uh, I, I honestly have exact identical to you. Oh, okay, uh, perfect. First Class, X2, Deadpool, uh, Days of Future Past, and yeah. 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 Uh, go ahead. I think my number one is going to be... Disappoint us. <laughs> go ahead. Go Break ahead. your hearts. 
No, so I'll go from one down. My number one is definitely going to be as much as I think they could have been done better. <laughs> Logan is my number one. Oh, Days of Future Past is my number two. Cheering. X2 is my number three. And uh, First Class, what was your number four? Because yeah. First Class. Oh, the... I think X-Men Original. I think that's the one I'm missing. Yes, okay. X-Men Original. Okay. How would you, as a huge Marvel fan that you are, how would you have done Logan different to appease Oh, and BT Dub, before you start, Ryan and I's number one is Logan. Yeah, of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, the, the three of us do agree that Logan is number one. Yeah. 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 So at least let's start there. Let's start in a good place. We're all agree <laughs> that Logan is. We're all in agreement and in unison that Logan is the and best think, Fox and Marvel. And that's movie. Jenny's number one too. Awesome. So. Yeah. So you really? I'm probably going to pop in as soon as we're done now. Just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh this is kind of like where um like when when Surge was on about Game of Thrones, right? Okay. Like the, he obviously has way more insight into the text and to the source material than any of us did. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So he spoke with it because he he knew that this is my territory as far as Wolverine and the t- source material of the comic books of the group here. I feel like I probably have the more the more knowledge on Easily, it. Easily, yeah. Yeah. So the storyline that they decided to adapt to make Logan had so much more substance than this. In the original Old Man Logan comic crossover, what was going on is Wolverine had given up the superhero life. Now you find out around like uh, around like issue four or five, the reason behind it was because all the supervillains in the in the Marvel universe finally all got together to take out the heroes, and Mysterio convinced Wolverine that the X Men were all other villains. So Logan kills all the X-Men. After realizing he's murdered his whole squad, he goes into a deep depression and just and just vows to never use his claws again. He grows old, has a family, has two kids. Um, in this new world of like, uh, like it's called the Wastelands, um, they're ruled by, I think, um, um, Maestro. So an evil Hulk, that's super smart. The maestro is the one that rules this section. The rest of the United States is split up between Dr. Doom, Green Goblin, Abomination, um, and Wilson Fisk, and the Red Skull. So everyone has their own territory. Um, During this one exchange, everyone has to pay protection money. Wolverine just pays the protection money like a punk because he's just not willing to fight anyone. The Hulk gang, which is uh, Maestro's like henchmen, and they're all like inbred sons and cousins of him's kill Logan's family for not paying the protection money while he's out of town trying to collect the protection money. He comes back, finds his family's assassinated, goes freaking nuts, and he gets like a whole cross-country thing with old man Hawkeye, uh, with the daughter of Luke Cage and, uh, and Jessica Jones. Um, you get a cameo from Emma Frost, who's like about to die too. Uh, there's so many. The, the collection of characters is so crazy that in the end, it comes down to Wolverine or Logan finally getting his claws back to fight the Red Skull, who's raiding over Washington D.C. I'm not saying I was Fox about to could say have it. done that. None of they can't Fox do any of that. Do that. But yeah. Fox, Fox could have done. There was no reason to bring Professor X into this. There was no reason to bring an X-23 into this. You could have done this movie completely fine and not touched anything with clones at all. It could have just been about Wolverine or Logan 
giving up crime fighting for some reason and giving Hugh Jackman just that much more screen time to act. I thought, honestly, it felt really, really shoehorned when X-23 was brought into this because the way I saw it was Fox was covering their ass so they had someone to put in for another franchise. It didn't feel organic. It felt like it was like just a setup for another spinoff. Okay, that might have been their intention, but she fucking pulled it off. I mean, that little kid for not really yeah. saying much and the emotions that she put through everything that she was in, I think, pulled it off. And yeah, Fox couldn't have done any of that, but they did what they could. I mean, instead yeah. of oh, killing everyone, they had Professor X kill everyone. Well, I also I think, think the movie is more about... Well, that's the thing. We never got into it. We never got clarity into exactly what happened with Professor X. I think there's more death than just a comic book film in this movie. Yeah. And that's why... I love it so much. I think it's more about his acceptance with the end. His acceptance with, yo, that's my kid. Mm-hmm. And like, how do I act? It's like a fish out of water kind of deal. And I think. I will say this. And, I'm sorry. And I think with the whole dynamic that you get with them going cross country, I think it's. The idea of what you said, yeah, they're trying to set up something else. What movie doesn't? Nowadays, not you're anymore. right. Nowadays, so, you're totally. I mean, right. what what do you what do you want them to do? Like end this and not try to set up a future? But when that's you the want thing. It, when, it, when it's the most popular genre, shouldn't this have been just the end? Shouldn't this just have been the ending for Logan and not thought about the future for the franchise? Shouldn't it just been the end of the franchise? Well, then why did Endgame set up the next Guardians of the Galaxy? This is the end of the twenty two movies. Okay. But did we ever... So when Logan came out, it was supposed to take part in the future, right? Yes. So technically speaking, this is continuity. So whatever happens... Well, yeah, to like what? Like the... To, the to, yeah, to yeah, what yeah, we yeah. just watched in Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, this takes place after Dark Phoenix, right? Yeah, years later, yeah. Years later. Yeah. So then you shouldn't be setting up anything in the future because you literally have all the time before. That's a X-Men, good point. First Class, um, Apocalypse, all these movies take place before Logan. I think they didn't... I think they tried to set that up too because of the idea that they didn't think they were going anywhere. This this Fox Disney deal kind of like shows in in twenty twenty hindsight like the future of what they had planned. I think the X twenty three was like definitely in line. Def it would have been interesting. I would have been interested. It would have been cute. I'm not a big so I, if, yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge X23 fan. But the actual gig, the combo. Yeah. yeah, she was better than in uh. I, I like that X23 than in uh X2 though. Wait, what? Was, who was that? Wasn't that supposed to be in X20? Who was that supposed to be? You, wait, the, in, I mean, uh, Deathstrike. Was that supposed to be Deathstrike? Oh, I apologize. Oh wait, like you mean like the really like the, the long claws and her fingernails? Right? Yeah, yeah, that's no, an X twenty three. That's no, it's Deathstrike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. I apologize. A really shitty version of Lady Deathstrike. Yeah, that's the that, la- <laughs> that looked really hot in leather, but yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> roll tide. That I, I was not a fan of. No, um, was, yeah, like that's really just it. I just thought like like the movie as a film. If I could, if I could unwatch all the X Men animated series and unread all the Wolverine comic books. I would absolutely probably like Logan a lot more. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what? Like, just how Jenny mentioned how, like, the Virgin series was better in text, this was better in text, too. But, all right, but we always say on this podcast, you know, the movies are just that person's adaptation. There's many different adaptations of Old Man Logan. I know there's different, because they even had one not too long ago, a new adaptation. Yeah. Those are just their adaptations. If you, I, I really can't see it where you can... Like so they go. Like, yeah. oh, I want the book to be on the I'm screen. I'm with you. No. Comic, 
that's a that's what annoys not with you, but that's yeah, what yeah. annoys me with like comic book fans that they always complain about the source material where there's million different Earths, yeah, and worlds multiverses and multiverses or... of like these characters that you just can. I consider the movies its own multiverse. And this is their portrayal their of these characters. Of the character. yeah. They will take certain aspects of the source material. Dude, MCU is the perfect example. Yeah. Because they take sprinkles of source material and create their own stories. So to be fair, MCU did it differently. Because MCU gave you all the factual, or not factual, but they gave you so much close to the page-by-page adaptation in their original Phase 1. So Iron Man 1... As far as the Iron Man origin story was as close to comic book as you're gonna get. Wait, so oh my god, what's the villain name? Tobias? Uh, for Iron Man one. Oh, yeah. No, no. So even I mean, like the cave scene with like how you're making oh, the armor. Oh, all right. So the origin story is the a origin story. Yeah, life. Thor, yeah. same thing. Not becoming worthy, getting sent to Earth, losing his powers, having to come to terms with that. And Captain America, the super soldier thing, was as close to as you're gonna get. With even some scenes being specifically call outs to the comic books. I do to the fact that you trust them so much that go crazy fucking. So bonkers. I do have a counter for you. Yeah. And Ryan, you can you love this movie as well, so you can attest to this too. So your favorite movie is one of my favorite movies. Batman one. Batman nineteen eighty nine. Yes. There's nothing, nothing from the book, no. the comic books. So, so Batman 1989 was before I even knew about movies. But I'm just fair. saying, like, yeah. it's, yeah. I adore that movie. It's, yeah. like, in my top five favorite films of all time. Absolutely. But I am well aware that it has nothing to do with the comic books. I think you even called out the fact, because like, one of the things that I hate about the BVS uh, Snyder world Batman is that that Batman doesn't give a fuck about killing people. Well, neither does Michael Keaton. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you <laughs> called that out to me, like, years ago. Yeah. Where you're like, hey, you know, for someone that loves 1989, Batman... You're aware he kills people in that movie. And Without like, a problem. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot, you're right. Actually, like, he does kill he people. He doesn't kill anybody because he just lets that Batmobile go and access chemicals, and he <laughs> just lets the Batmobile do all the work. He's Homie's just, just chilling outside. He's just going, yeah, so like, it's, it's, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. As far as the Batman 1989 world, <laughs> it's not at all what Batman's supposed to be. I mean, Jack Napier ki- killed his parents. <laughs> like... But Joe since, but I think we we can also agree on the fact that since the Nolan Batman oh, it's grown. world, those movies are now you take the comic book character and you treat him like an actual literary character. Is that am I, am I, is that would you agree? Well, there? I don't. I see a lot of people, and um, new friend of the show Kevin will be on talk about Batman eighty nine like in a few weeks, and I'm going to dissect his brain on this too. And Ryan sees it on his page. And you see it as well. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the Dark Knight trilogy. Really? Yeah, no, I argue with people on the regular about this. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean I mean, I think Dark Knight Rises is the best. I think it gets a bad rap, Dark and I think should. it's, I think it's age. No, I think it's age. When's the last time you saw it? It's still, even if I ever rewatch it right now, it, the things that don't, like drive me crazy about it are still going to drive me crazy about it. Uh, Robin. I mean, Talia. The biggest uh, Robin Bane. is not that serious to me, to be honest. The with Bane you. thing really annoys me. The reveal at the end, that the fact that he's been a henchman this whole time. And uh, that not, I don't like. That, that, but I don't think it takes away from like the emotional gut punches that the movie has. No. Like because my biggest annoyance with that movie is I think up to the how he act. gets how he gets out of the cave and gets back to Gotham <laughs> so in like thirty two minutes. First and second acts of, of Dark Knight Rises are great. I love it. Mm-hmm. I am like thinking this is one of the greatest movies mm-hmm. I've ever watched. That third act, it's like, did you get bored and decided to just... So, I think the third act, it's probably where Ledger was supposed to be in. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, you got to give them a 
little bit of credit because you got to figure they probably had the three movies. You can tell they were definitely all intertwined when they were first made. And then sadly, we lost Ledger. So they had to go into panic mode and rewrite an entire can movie. You ima- I mean, I mean, we're this is just like, yeah, this letting is our imaginations <laughs> run wild. Can you imagine Ledger in Dark Knight Rises? Oh, uh, j- just the his quips against Bane. Alone. <laughs> oh my God. That would be so great. Oh, rest in peace, Ledger. But oh yeah, yeah but going back to what we were saying, like I think Logan is one yeah. of the best comic book movies of all time. Let you know, let me phrase that. Let me rephrase that. Logan is one of the best superhero films of all time. Superhero genre. Is films there a reason of all why time. you why you reworded it instead of Yes, because I don't want people coming at me be like, but it's not, you know, it's not the same as the comic book. You know what? We got a movie that's literally outside of the the ridiculous ending in the book, page to screen, and a lot of people don't like it, and that's Watchmen. Watchmen. I loved Watchmen. Oh, well, I like Watchmen a lot, but I don't love it. I think it has no... I would no... watch Watchmen instead of Logan. Oh, uh, it has no creativity. Lo- <laughs> it Watchmen... doesn't have any creativity. You're right. Watchmen has no... Read the fucking book. No, I watch it. That... I watch the movie. You know what I mean? Like, put some thought into okay. it. That's what my issue with Snyder. Like, you have no original thoughts. Okay, True. I, I could see it. Now, here's my thing. Now, growing what? up watching the animated series, right? Okay. Batman? Uh, either Batman. Or X-Men? X-Men, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. Okay. That was one person's vision of what these characters should be or shouldn't be, right? Mm-hmm. Would you not want to see those same scenes acted out in live action? Oh, it's funny because, you know, I was sitting there talking to Casey one day. After a couple of libations, I'll give you that. But um, I said to him, like, if they can do Lion King live action, why don't they do that kind of live action with the Batman animated and give most of the cast of the animated series, you know, the big screen they kind of deserve, so the except an- for Mask of the Phantasm. So a lot of these movies, a lot of these, an- well, Batman I'm going to use, because, I mean, I love the X-Men, but Batman animated series is oh, yeah. my favorite, one Absolutely. of my favorite TV shows of all time. So... It's a little different because there's such little source material to adapt. You'd have to create your own story. You can't do page. You can't do animated to screen to live action because it's 20 minutes. Okay. Dark Mask of the Phantasm. I would love a two-hour version of that. So remember the Phoenix storyline in the animated series or the Dark Phoenix storyline. That was a bunch. That was more than just one episode. They fleshed that out. It was like the first like little like a post credit scene thing, mm-hmm. where it was like at the end of every episode you had a little bit of that. Same thing with like the Savage Land episodes, yeah. where it was like at the end of every episode. So there's a, there there is a little bit more substance there. So why was it possible for them to do it correctly and flesh out the character and the story arc, and then a big market budget movie not be able to do it? Oh, because that's they have no concept. The, the of people like, who give a shit. <laughs> that's that's precisely my point. I don't. I never felt that the people that made the X Men movies gave a shit about the character. I always felt they gave a shit more about making it marketable. Well, no one gave a shit about comic book movies until Kevin Feige. Uh, about, uh, I think Nolan. I think Nolan did give a I shit think about Nolan, the Batman mythos. I don't think not. I don't think Christopher Nolan, as much as I adore the Dark Knight trilogy, was trying to make a superhero movie. No. He, he made a grounded, but that's, but that's the point. He wasn't trying to make a superhero movie. Yeah, he was trying to make a movie about a character that he loves, and that's why people don't. And Batman. that's why people shit on the Dark Knight trilogy because it's not quote unquote source material. But I, I see year one in there. I see yeah, Killing Joke a in there. Lot of I see. Year one. Um, uh, I forgot the story where 
Bane breaks his back. Oh, uh, Nightfall. 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 I see yeah. Nightfall in there. A lot. I see a lot of like stories in there. But going back to my original point, you see sprinkles. You don't see scene for scene for scene. For and scene. that's why I love the Dark Knight. And that's why like I, I think the whole aspect of like, why oh Logan? I have issues with Logan because it's not you know they could have done such different aspects from the source material, and I'm like, well, if they took sprinkles of it and they manipulated into their own vision, yeah, then I'm fine with it. There were enough sprinkles in Logan to keep me. Look, I put it as number one for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were enough sprinkles in Logan to keep me happy and be like, okay, this is a cool callback to the comic. It's a cool callback to the character. Hugh Jackman did something that all of us probably like grew up like wanting to see for years. It's the first and only comic book film to be ever be nominated for a writing Oscar. Yeah, I mean that right says on. like it's the. F- and fun fact, I did a little research because I actually watched Dick Tracy. This week, I haven't seen it. That's something I forgot to mention. Oh, that's cool. And that is oh, the that's f- fun. that is the first comic book movie to ever win an Oscar. <laughs> they won three Oscars. It yeah. Actually, has the most with Black Panther, which is fucking weird. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so that pretty much wraps up the Fox Marvel verse. Kevin Feige. Do you want? To- yeah. Thinking about it, I th- I do believe the main people who gave a shit about the source material in the X-Men movies, thinking about it, is the casting director and the fucking actors. Because when you look, especially the original, like, freaking Patrick Stewart looks like freaking Charles Xavier. Yeah, when I used to watch the animated series, Halle Berry's Storm was terrible, though. Halle Berry's Storm was terrible. I actually like this new Storm. Yeah. Because she has the accent. She has it perfect. But, I mean, I don't think think anyone's coming back. I think Marsden and Cyclops is good. I yeah, I thought he was fine. I just thought I, the age discrepancy between him and Famke Jensen as Gene was a little a little weird. much. Yeah. Uh, Jane, James McAvoy, I think is great. Oh yeah, and uh, Michael Fassbender is fantastic, incredible. So all right, you're part in charge, and you can bring three people, not Hugh Jackman, uh, over, and it can be either the original three or this saga. Okay, who do I, you bring over to MCU? Very easy for me. So um, if depending on where we're going, if we're going young. I'd bring McAvoy back. If we're going old, I'd bring Stewart back. Same thing You're with Professor X no matter yeah, what. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. keeping Magneto no matter what. Fassbender and McKellen or just whichever Fassbender? age range you're using. Ooh. I actually like McKellen as Magneto. So a lot. I like McKellen as Magneto, but I think I think Magneto needs to be more physically imposing. And so I need to go a little bit yeah, yeah, Fassbender. And then Sophie Turner. Nice. So she did that well of a job yeah. in Dark Phoenix? She's perfect, man. She's the perfect Dope. Jean Grey, I, I think. I like that. So she did do really good. And it's yeah, and I think that's it. I mean, I'd be okay yeah. if they said, okay, we're going to keep all these Fox. So, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Oh, well, yes. he's staying. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like, yeah, he, I think he's, he, again, talking about uh, passion for the character. Oh, he gets it. He gets it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I'll keep Reynolds as Deadpool. Okay. I'll Because keep... I, I didn't choose him because he's already confirmed. You think he's really. No, no, they already confirmed it. No, the MCU. Feige, oh, nice. Feige confirmed he's not going anywhere. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's, that's com- cool. completely confirmed. That. Imagine, imagine I'm like, let's keep uh, Brolin as Cable and see how that can go. <laughs> that would be so hilarious. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. So Reynolds' Deadpool is cool. Um, from what I saw. I'm while you're. Lo- I'm looking for the article that he yeah, confirms yeah, yeah. it. While you do that, okay. Um, who am I keeping? Damn, who else did a really good job in their role? Should I say Olivia Munn and Psylocke just to yeah, fuck with David? She's dead. 
Here we go. So, as for Deadpool, Feige echoed uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger's earlier promise not to mess with the film's R-rated tone. When we purchase, when we were purchased, Bob said to us, "If it's not broke, don't fix it." So I think awesome. everything's gonna nice. remain the same with Deadpool. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, think- I think I've said it here. Like, I don't understand why everyone was so worried about that. When you have to realize, although Disney, yes, is known to be the mouse and kids and stuff like that, you have to remember its properties, though, have been on. I mean, Mirror Max. Yeah, I think Mirror I, Max went clerk. I think I said <laughs> that originally to someone on Ryan's spin rack page that was like bitching and moaning about, ow. Disney's gonna ruin Deadpool, and I'm like, "Yo, my dude, uh, Clerks, Pulp Fiction, <laughs> um, Jackie Brown, uh, like the list." Was that on part on. of the Disney Miramax? Miramax? Yeah, oh, that was. I know it was Miramax. I just can't remember. Oh, yeah. A Clerks, Chasing Amy. Yeah, Morad. exactly. Shall I keep going? <laughs> so you know, it's like I think it it shows a lack of education. I've said this on here before. Comic book fans are know it alls, and they don't seem to want to educate themselves on yeah. the actual hardcore film. anyone fans here's are know it alls. Here's the thief cut that like out wrestling Pete. fans, comic book fans, sports fans. When you when I feel like if you're hardcore anyone fan, then you become a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, well, no, if you become a hardcore fan and you're just like want to impose your views on everybody else. Like, look, yeah. I, I respect you two. You guys love certain things that I don't love, especially yeah. about the X-Men universe. But I'm not trying to convince you yeah. that I'm right. And vice versa. I don't, yeah. you know. At the end of the day, I don't care. And yeah. you don't care. Yeah. We're, we're um, fans of what we are. Well, I'd keep Kelsey Grammer as Beast. That You know, I was thinking about that. that Kelsey was, Grammer as Beast was actually really I good. I ever saw that Beast and, like, the makeup, the CGI, the voice, it was like yeah. watching the cartoon. Yeah, I can see that. And he was in Days of Future Past. Yeah, so. he was so eloquent. I was like, yo, Kelsey Grammer as Beast is perfect. So here's on the counter. We're recasting everybody. Who are we going with? Let's not go everybody. Let's you mean like if, if we are recasting? Well, Feige's, it seems like he's recasting everybody. We should. I mean, I think we should keep You it. have to do it, I think. I respect your views on it, and I think Sophie Turner looks the role of Jean Grey, so I'd be cool with keeping her. I wish. But she's, I mean, Evan Peters is quick well, you can't. for me. Now, yeah. you can't. She's dead. Oh, yeah. They, yeah you're right. So. Never mind. Oh, cool. So we need a hot redhead. Yeah. Mary Jane. <laughs> Let me see. I'm trying. So, I mean, even the, I think this will be very difficult because, I mean, I can't really think of anyone off the top of the head to play anybody. Not even Wolverine. And that's the most important character I think you need to get. Now, no, if they, see, I don't think so. You I think, think Professor I think, X. I think, I think MCU. When they, without the MCU has the property, I have a feeling they're gonna go the route of the original five, but making it actually the original five. So Angel, Beast, Iceman, Cyclops, Jean Grey. Also, oh, they'll work their way into yeah. everybody else. I think that's the point. Wait, I so who would it be? It would be um, Angel, Angel, Beast, Cyclops, Iceman, Jean Grey. You know, I. Agree with you to a point, but I think there'll be a Professor X. No, no, he's the leader. Oh, I was oh, about yeah. to say, I'm no, like, no, he, he was just like their teacher, though. Like, he, he, he didn't yeah. do a lot of there, but th- their original five, Magneto. I think you kind of need to it's get to smart that. because it brings because uh, we've said this on here. It is what it is. You're A listers now, but the original MCU lineup was a bunch of B listers yeah. and Captain America. They were nobodies. Yeah, and then the only reason you bring in that next wave of X Men, which was Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Colossus. Thunderbird, Storm, all those was because the original five got um they were stranded and held kidnapped. So Professor X needed to bring in new blood to kin them out. And then we know the new incarnation as what we know from the nineties, 
Rogue, Gene, like that little weird clusterfuck of everybody. But I Jubilee. Think I think they're Jubilee. <laughs> Jubilee. I, I think they're going to go like the original five. I think they need to go the original five. They're going to do it. Wouldn't shock way. me. Feige knows what he's doing with that stuff. Yeah. I want then. All right, so we're casting those five. Yeah, the and, and five? Professor X. All right, Professor X. Shoosh. I mean, Patrick Stewart is perfect, but I yeah, think, I mean, you really I mean, just... at this point, I think we need to go. Yeah, somewhere else, especially since they killed him off too in the Fox verse. See, so someone that looks good bald. It's hard. This is hard. That's not McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I would have never thought McAvoy originally. Yeah. Sure. So no, me neither. Fastbender, as soon as they announced, I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Fastbender looks great as Magneto. Magneto yeah. And the younger Magneto. And I can see him all, like aging really well to continue looking like Magneto. Um, I mean, I hate to say it, but uh, if you want to take an A-lister for it. I think um, the only A-lister should be for Professor X. I think everyone else should be on the come up. Yeah. Like Chris Evans was. and Absolutely. Because RDJ wasn't an A-lister. He was coming back from like his drug problems yeah. and stuff like that. You're so. totally right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I think you could trust the younger casting and finding some like Diamonds in the Rough and stuff. Or someone that's not, you know, it doesn't have to be someone that's unknown. It could be just someone that's not on the A-list level. So yeah. the kid from, uh, I hate that I don't know his name, um, uh, from Kingsman. He just he was just- Taron Edgerton? Yeah. I think he'd be amazing Cyclops. Mm. Interesting. He's got the really good jawline because you need to have yeah, a defining he's... jawline for Psych. That's a good one. I like him a lot. And imagine him with Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. That's hot. But I don't think <laughs> that's hot. That sounded very early two thousands Charles something right there. That's, so that's hot. hot. That's hot. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't think of anybody to be honest. But, uh... Pro- Professor X is actually the one that I really I'm I'm stumped on. For some reason, Bruce Willis came to my head. I, th- I think stole- it's just because of well, bald people. You won't be speaking that to the, into existence because it won't happen. So, <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anybody, and and you especially since you're the X Men guy. No, although I have a thing, I have a thing. I really want to see Michael Keaton bald. I really want to see <laughs> Michael Keaton as Professor X because of the freaking eyebrows. Yeah, because I think at- the eyebrows would look so freaking cool with him bald. <laughs> But you can't. But, but he's already he's vulture. He's already yeah, vulture. No, so Damn it. that's another thing we have to know. We have to remember who's not who's in uh, already in the. Tim Curry has also cool eyebrows. Uh, he can't talk anymore. Oh really? Yeah, he had a stroke. Oh shit! I know that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I guess we'll leave that in thought because I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, yeah, I'm drawing blanks. So next week we're gonna continue our trend of talking about old movies, and we're doing a back to back. We're going to do next week. We are going to cover the 35th anniversary and the 30th anniversary of Ghostbusters 1 and 2. So do your homework, kids, and watch the goddamn movies because I know for a fact that both of you have not seen Ghostbusters 2 in a long time. Yeah, I've seen Ghostbusters 1. Yeah, that's in my. That's in. Ironically, we're actually. I have Watch Mojo playing in the background, and Leo turns around real quick. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ghostbusters is currently playing in the background. So, nice. so yeah, we're going to look. We're going to dive into. We're going to do a back-to-back, reel it back on Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and then the following week we're going to be doing uh, Batman 1989, which is the greatest movie of all time. The most important comic book movie in, his- in history. Yes. Have I ever told you that? Can't wait. You think it's the most? Oh, it was. Like, marketability. I think you gave me, like, the numbers yeah. of it, too. Like, for- Oh, I, I come, I'm coming hard with facts. Nice. Because I, I don't like people saying that Superman is. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Ryan? Do you disagree with me? 
No, I'm laughing at. I I was laughing at oh. it. No, it's a damn true. it, pal. Bad, pal. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I think they both. I think what uh, Superman did and what Batman did are both very important because it brought it to the public eye. Now, Superman made you, you know, for at that time, made you believe a man can fly. You know, it was one of the most special effects of movies at the time. I'm pretty sure I just made that word up. <laughs> but and then Batman, like we've always said, for you know, we're going to talk about them. But the advertising alone, um, you know, and just the casting, the news, the coverage, everything, you know, they both did their thing. I love them both, but can't wait to watch them. Yeah, same here. I am looking forward to that. And then we round round up June with the. Uh our top 10 of the year so far, which is, I can't believe the year's half over. I know. And then I get really fucking busy now with the Oscar season. Um, so I just, by the way, before we go, I, I'm trying to see what our, what outlet, Hollywood reporter actually released, uh, yesterday. Who can play the X-Men now? Really? And these are all fucking terrible, but (laughs) Bruce Willis. says. Scoot McNary as Cyclops. Who? Who? Scoot McNary. You don't know who that is? I suck. You know me. I suck with names. Hold on. Kelly Riley as Jean Grey. Colin Hanks as Beast. Colin Hanks as Jonathan Gruff as Iceman. Hmm. Michael. Oh, I like this one. Michael Ely as Angel. I think they're seeing what you're seeing with the original. Yeah. With the original X-Men. And then, yeah, new recruits they have. I actually don't know who this is. Tiana Paris as Storm. Fumi Nikiadu as Armor. Joe Kiri as Multiple Man. Olivia Cook as Kitty. Oh, yes. This is. I'm in on this one. Olivia Cook as Kitty Pride. Do you know who Olivia Ooh, Cook is? Yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely That's in on Kitty? that. That's dope. Or could she be Jean? Minus the red hair, of course. You'd have the to dye your hair, hair red. Uh,. And then we have Eva Longoria as Callisto. All right, you're going crazy now. Yeah, Adrian. <laughs> oh, this one I I dig. Adrian Brody as Nightcrawler. Ooh, Travis. From- well, which Nightcrawler do we like better in the already set one? Uh, like- I like them both evenly. Yeah, they both do. Yeah, they're they're not harmful. They do a yeah. good job. I the think. Only thing I think I like that they kept it consistent because like when we first saw Nightcrawler in the X- White House two, right? Yeah, that was the first yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first like scenes of of um of I guess the makeup with all the tattoos on it. Yeah. So in the comics, it's, he's supposed to have fur. Okay. He's not supposed to have. He's like he's supposed to be a little bit more like Beast in that okay. sense. Um, and I was a little like hesitant to how it was gonna look, but they made it look just so badass with the whole circus gypsy effect to it too. Mm-hmm. And then when mm-hmm. they kept it the same for Young Nightcrawler, I was like, okay, cool, that's cool. See, not all hate here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Travis Fimmel as Sabretooth and then for the outliers Zahn McLaurin for Forge I don't know who that is Jonathan Rise Myers as Mr. Sinister Ooh. Ooh, I'm looking I'm looking at the article now and I like it I like the look Wyatt Russell as Wolverine I think Wolverine is the most important one that has to be a no name that yeah. has to be a no name whatever actor yeah. gets that role is gonna 
Yeah. If he's good, he's going to explode. But yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Uh, guys, thanks for being on as usual. Uh, and until next week where we start busting ghosts. And as Ray Parker Jr. always says, busting makes us feel good. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.